This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. From 1964 to 1975, the UCLA men's basketball team ruled the roost, winning 10 NCAA championships over a dozen seasons under the stewardship of the Wizard of Westwood, Coach John Wooden. Anchored by back-to-back Hall of Fame big men Lou Alcindor, later Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Bill Walton, the UCLA Bruins' dominance on the hardwood would never be matched by another men's team, and cemented the SoCal University's reputation as a basketball school. As for UCLA football, even in his own city, it's second banana to one of the most storied programs in history, the USC Trojans. But the football Bruins at least began to approach relevance in 1976 with the hiring of coach Terry Donahue. Over a nearly 20-season run, Donahue led the UCLA program to five Pac-10 championships and three Rose Bowl wins, compiling a 151-74-8 and record and landing himself in the College Football Hall of Fame. He would later go on to manage the NFL's San Francisco 49ers. But Coach Donahue's contributions on the gridiron may in fact be secondary to his legacy in chain restaurants. In 1983, Terry and his brother Dan Donahue, who worked in real estate, connected with Andrew and Peggy Chung, the owners of a successful Chinese restaurant in Pasadena, California. Together, they developed an express version of their in concept for stationing in the food court of the nearby Glendale Galleria Mall. This stripped-down counter-service version would become the company's primary business model, meeting an unmet demand for budget-friendly American Chinese food, including its signature orange chicken. Today, with over 2,000 still family-owned locations, it's the Churns who deserve the credit for their company's staggering success. But his role in its conception is a noteworthy part of Coach Donahue's winning record, both on and off the field. This week on Doughboys, we return, once again, to Panda Express. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, Gravy Crockett, the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. Wow. I apologize, Mr. Slice, Mike Mitchell. That's right. Well, you know what? I'm not going to lose the Spoon Man. I, I am I'm, I'm Mr. Slice, a.k.a. the Spoon Man. Got it. You have two a.k.a.s. You have two aliases. That's right. Day, uh, gravy, Gravy Crockett. Very good. Puts gravy on his meat. (laughs) That was courtesy of at Natasha Willis on Twitter, who writes, Hi, Burger Boy and Mr. Slice. Thank Thank you you. for continuing to fuel my fast food addiction during these trying times. Roastspoonman at gmail.com. Mitch. Why? This episode is the last Doughboys before the Super Bowl. And although he is down in Tampa Bay, your boy Brady is back in the big bowl game. I know. How about that? I'm probably going to be rooting for him. Um, I think I got to. I mean, like, look, he went down there. He's going to win one. He's proven he's the best of all time. What am I supposed to do? 
I mean, who knows if he'll win? It's gonna be a, it should be an interesting game. Old old versus young. It's like me versus you in a podcast off. We're two years apart. I'm two years older than you. It's not a generational divide like Tom, Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. Why? Well, I, I gotta, I gotta, I'll, I'll transition to something that you're a uh, gaming that you're into. How, are you gonna get Bowser's Fury, Mario I I, 3D World? You know what? I our our guest may have a, a, a take on this because I know mm-hmm. our guest is a gamer. But the I am I am curious about Bowser's Fury. Apparently, it's not super long. It's like you know, it's like three to six hours of gameplay, which is more than enough for me, honestly. Can I um, can I say something that yeah. will, is gonna get you mad? You're a Sonic I mean, boy. You don't like Mario as much. How dare you? How dare you? You don't like him. You can see a Nintendo GameCube in the frame <laughs> of my webcam. It's on display proudly. I have I was a Nintendo loyalist first. I've been I've been You're, you love Yes, so- I like Sonic. Sonic is cool, but yeah, I you always like Mario more. Sonic's not cool. You know what I'm gonna say to him? Eat shit, you traitor. I think Sonic's right. a traitor. Sonic is not a traitor. Yeah, he is. What makes him a traitor? That he has a different corporate allegiance? That he's Sega, not Nintendo? I may be blue, but I vote red. (laughs) Saying Sonic is alt-right? I think Sonic, when they say back the blue, I think it's referring to Sonic. It's the thin blue line? (laughs) Sonic is saluting Sonic? That's him speeding by at a very fast pace. You know, I mean, he turned his back on Evan and Van. We know this. That's true. Our buddies, uh, Evan Susser and Van Robichaux, were writing the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. We don't need to relitigate this. And you know what? I have it on good authority mm-hmm. that he was a part of the group attacking the Capitol building. <laughs> I saw that he was... There was video of Sonic spin attacking yeah. the door, and he's the one who yeah. ran through the door. That Honestly, they're... Uh... Like uh, Rashida Tlaib's uh, office, apparently, there were a bunch of missing rings. So... <laughs> So he, I, it's possible. I've also heard that Sonic is pulling like a George Lucas move, uh-huh. and he's got he's so he's like retconning so that when you start up any of <laughs> when you start up any of the Sonic games, it goes Mega. Oh boy! Instead of Sega, they're saying Mega. Um, look, y- you can still love his games. Even if he is a perhaps a problematic figure, although I think some of this, Mitch, just coming from, uh, you're just mad you never got the likeness rights for Big the Cat. <laughs> you're owed a lot of royalties there. He's a traitor, Wags, and you love him. Give me I think the Sonic's good old, cool as hell. Give me that good old classic American Italian plumber. He's certainly not MAGA. <laughs> <laughs> All right, play your drop. All right, here's a drop, everybody. Oh, I- Popeye. The Sailor Man. I- Popeye. The Sailor Man. I'm strong to the finish because I eat me hot salad. I- Popeye. The Sailor Man. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Well, Wags, there it was. Hey, fellas, was listening to the most recent Popeyes episode and knew I had to send this drop ASAP before someone beat me to it. I don't think you had to worry about that, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I have no audio editing skills, but I'm recently unemployed, so to feel accomplished for a change, I took a couple hours and pieced this audio together in iMovie. Wow. My wow. wife said she'd never been so proud of me as after listening to this, and now I'm reevaluating everything. Anyway, you guys are the best. Thanks for all the good times. Alex B. Thanks, Alex. You should be proud. That's impressive. Well done, you made something. Yeah. Well played. Uh, Mitch, we have a great guest today. Yeah. Long, oh, long overdue. Let's, let's, overdue, let's get to first it. First timer uh, mm-hmm. here on the podcast, an actor and comedian from Bless the Hearts, College Humor, and the podcast Spanish Aki Presents. Oscar Montoya is here. Hi, Oscar. Hey, how's it going? Good. It's going Thanks for great. being here. All this Sonic talk, man. Wild. Wild. <laughs> Where do you stand on the Mario Sonic divide? Um, listen, I've always been a Nintendo boy. Um, mm-hmm. wow. was never a Sega guy. Um, mm. and yeah, if if there was a con- if the console wars were still happening today, I would be fully on the Nintendo side, even though I am really embarrassed to say that I've never owned an N64, which apparently it was mm. the best console. Um, I just I just never got it. I you know, Mitch will Mitch will feel differently. I don't even think the N64 is the best console of its generation. I'd take a PlayStation mm. over an N64. Ah. I think the, the PlayStation just had the better library. N64 had some very high highs. But right. it, it's kind of it's I'm kind of like the Wii Wii U where just like some of the exclusives were really, really good. But just the overall library was bested by its competitors. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know, Mitch, you're, you're a big you're a you're an N64 stalwart. Um, I think that like playing Mario 64 for the first time is the closest feeling I'll get to walking on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> It's it it's it's that to me is like the jump is really slow. Is that why? Yeah. Or? <laughs> Let me tell you, the, I, the moon just breathed a sigh of relief. <laughs> wow, <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I've seen that thing. It's always pissed off. I've seen him in fucking. It's true. Trip to the moon, or where that stupid bullshit was, or the Majora's Mask. Or, or the smashing t- pumpkins. Yeah, uh, tonight, tonight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he looks like an asshole. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I think that that moment to me. I mean, like, I'm sure that people are going to look back at Mario. Like, if you turn on Mario 64 now, like, or you know what? Maybe in like 30 years, I think now the divide is bigger. But like, it will feel like pong to someone at some point, right? Like, it's just. It's I not- mean. It, it it's it's still play if you played on the the new collection uh the yeah. Super Mario 3D All Stars it's like you know some of the things like the camera is a little wonky compared to what you're used to now you know you can only really move it move it at uh even though it's mm-hmm. like kind of it's fr- it's a free roaming camera you can still only move it to like fixed positions as you're rotating it um mm-hmm. but it's but it's I I don't know it's just such a such an incredible design. Yeah. Also, a yeah. game like that has never been made before. I mean, Super yeah. Mario sixty four is like unprecedented. You're like a two D side scrolling game now taken into the three D world. That's wild. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, does it has I mean has it aged well? I don't know. I, I I don't know. It's sort of like I don't think Resident Evil has aged very well. It's a great game. Yes. One of my favorites. Mm-hmm. But do I want to play tank controls? No, I don't. The camera angles are too fixed, 100%. But like when there's games coming out, like, oh, what's the game that's coming out? 
for Xbox or Medium. You know about Medium? Mm, yes. Oh yeah. It's I've like seen a little this bit of this, like yeah. return to this '90s Resident Evil vibe. It's like, oh, I did. Were we really fiending for like tank controls? Like, was <laughs> yeah. that something that we really want? I don't know. Um, and, and, and also, Resident Evil is just it's they update them. You know what I mean? You get you yeah. get new updated Resident Evils, and I like Resident Evil is one of those games that is still just so great, just because. Just like that, it's very atmospheric. I just love being in those weird, like, like, like half the fun is is not even shooting zombies. It's just kind of walking around in these weird environments. Yes. But you're right; the tank controls are like sloppy and made the game so much harder. Yeah the up the updates are the updates are are the way to go. If you want to play Resident Evil one through three or whatever, just play them on and the, play, play the with remakes. Up, play them with the remakes. Right. right yeah, but right. I, but but that's this brings up something that. This is a this is a a thing that you have brought up before, Mitch, which is regarding Mario sixty four. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're gonna do like a an HD remake of a game of a classic game from that era, I mean, there's a candidate. The issue there is apparently yeah. with a lot of these games, um, it, it, it developed in the nineties and and before, like the just like the source code and the original assets can't be found anywhere. They're which either, is they're, so crazy. Either were just like deleted once the game shipped in some cases, or they're just like locked away in some hard drive in a warehouse somewhere and they just have no idea where they are. So like they might have to just rebuild the game from scratch, which is an enormous amount of work. (sighs) That's a, might as well do a new game. Yeah. They might as, I mean, was, was, isn't Mario 64 like a mod or something? Like it's like a weird, wasn't Jack? You mean, you mean the, the one that they, uh, the one that's on the collection? Yeah. Yeah, There's it's some... just an emulated version of the N. They just oh, have an N sixty four emulator on the disc. That's yeah. what I meant. An, an emulated yeah. version of the game. I don't. I don't know that. I don't know the tech lingo that well for for, <laughs> for game stuff, Nick. But I know that the Mario sixty four, like the Mario sixty four for Switch, was like a kind of a shitty port, right? It was kind of like poorly done. I don't. I never messed around with the. Oh wait, the the Switch one, the one that just came out. I thought yeah, you were yeah, talking yeah. about the Wii. Um. Yeah. The. Uh. It's. It's just it. it I mean, it, it just is the game. It's just the game that from before. It's yeah. It's it's not like they did much to really enhance it. Um, but yeah, it, it would be cool if they did a completely ground up, you know, fucking uh, uh, hey, the Switch Pro comes out 4K Mario 64. That would be, be amazing. amazing. Yeah, that would yeah. be so, amazing. Um, Mario 64K. There you go. Ah, there it is. Make there that is. happen. <laughs> there it is. Make it happen, Nintendo. Oscar, you brought up Resident Evil. Um, yes. And I know you 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 share something with Mitch, which is that you are a big horror fan. Huge. Mitch as wow. well, uh, although he is terrified of of ghosts and the devil. Um, <laughs> he's still. This is true. Huh? <laughs> yes, it is laughable. His okay, fear wait, of so a like, where, red man. What uh, genre, uh, um, subgenre are you most attracted to? Um, hmm. Well, I loved zombies for a very long time, uh-huh. and then you know the zombie craze happened because I remember like seeing Day of the Dead way back okay. in the day, and I love Day of the Dead. And then I, I saw the Dawn of the Dead remake, which forever makes me be a fan of Zack Snyder because I think it is great. It is, uh, yeah, truly. it's 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 well done. He, they, it he holds did, up. He, it's it, solid. It, it's 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 a solid horror movie. And then, I mean, like uh, plenty of other movies. I love classic horror movies too. I love. You know, The Exorcist. I like all the Romero stuff. I, my my favorite, my top 10 favorite movies is The Thing. I love The Thing. Ugh, not not just perfect. horror movies, just top 10 films of all time. And then, 
you know, your classic Freddie and Jason and and Mike Myers, all, all, all the big ones. And so, what's a movie yeah, that you baby. won't watch because it's too spooky? <laughs> That's the scariest to me. Uh, you can't bear to rewatch Austin Powers. The Love Guru. Shit your pants. <laughs> the Love Guru truly is the most. Yeah, yeah. It's the scariest horror movie of all time. Oscar, what was your question? I'm sorry. The the, the as far as like, what's a movie that it's like? Okay, this is too scary for me. I can't watch this. Well, I can watch like anything, but I think that like when it is like kind of like ghostly possessions or ghostly, mm. like I just, this year I, I watched that movie Z, which was on shutter. Have you seen Z on shutter? I haven't seen Z. No. And it's like an imaginary friend that kind of like comes to life. And that scared me. Just like the fact of like the conjuring movies will scare me. Like any uh-huh. sort of ghostly thing or something jumping out will of course scare me. Like a haunted I, house sort of movie. It's a haunted house movie. But I also do sometimes think, think those are cheap too though. You know what I mean? Like it depends sure. on, like uh, on uh, yeah, it it really depends on the movie, but yeah, haunted, ghostly things like like definitely atmospheric, mm. scary houses you, at have night. Have you mentioned The Exorcist? Exorcist. I mean, Exorcist is like my like is to me is like I don't know if there's anything scarier just because like yeah, fully the idea agree, yeah. of someone in this house being possessed and it's this little girl and then like it's a little girl, yeah. This it's possessed by the devil and just like. I can just imagine in real life if someone was like, there's a little girl possessed in the house. I'd be too afraid. I would run away. Yeah. yeah. I'd run away from the that, house. It's, it's a little girl that's being possessed by uh, a de- the demon, a demon, and mm. also doing psychological warfare on the holy man. You know what I mean? The, yeah. the man that you think is going to save the day. You're like, oh, a priest is here? Like, we're saved. And it's like, nah, we're f- even more fucked yeah. somehow. Yeah. So it's like a very somber sort of message about like, yeah, God can't really save you. At yeah, this it's, time, it's great. Yeah, it's it it it, it is. It, it, you're right. It's that sort of thing. Of, I mean, it tests his faith throughout the entire movie, and then, yeah, the solution is to throw himself out. Of, <laughs> one of them to yeah. throw themselves out. Right. The other guy dies of of just dies. In the, I mean, like, I went and visited those stairs in near Georgetown, and it, it like those are just scary. And, the, and it, there has nothing. To, and there's no reality at all based in them. Yeah. And I know that with the movie, there people will say there's no, re- there's nothing that's real about the movie. But I don't know. I was raised Catholic, so the idea of mm-hmm. some sort of, some sort of red man, Weiger, yeah, or, with horns uh, and a pitchfork. <laughs> oh my God! Red scary. man meaning the devil. I thought you were talking about the rapper for a second. I was like, <laughs> why? <laughs> why is he scared of red man? <laughs> he can't watch how high. He's the terrifying. <laughs> I am scared of Redman because he 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 blends. He loves up. how high too. Loves how high too. Can't watch how high. I'm afraid of Redman because I'm afraid he's got he's he's got he he's got a he's already got it in a system of blending up people from Quincy when he blended up John Quincy Adams. That's right. In the movie, then, he blends up John Quincy Adams. Maybe they smoke him. I think they smoke him out of and then Ben Franklin's ghost appears. Yeah. Why know, do I, they? I just, <laughs> I don't remember exactly what happened. I just remember I watched that movie and I was like, this is the funniest. I was laughing so much when I saw that for the first time. I've said this on the I've said this on the show multiple times, but it is still I will always laugh at the fact that me and a group of friends went to the theater and me and Frailbot chose to go see How High and everyone else went and saw um uh oh shit, I forgot the Wes Anderson oh um the Royal Tenenbaums. Oh, you 100% made the right decision. Yeah, you won. I think you won. For they sure. all, me and Frailbot alone went and saw 
fucking how high and they all saw Royal Tenenbaums. It's very yeah. fucking just dumb 20-year-old fucking idiots went and saw how high. Twee, twee meditation on a rich family falling apart or uh, <laughs> two rappers get into Harvard and smoke a bunch of weed. <laughs> <laughs> they they, not, they be, like back their car into the Harvard University sign and knock it over. It's like so... There's Listen, so when you talk about longevity, about you hold those two movies today, how high oh, yeah. is superior? Way better, yeah. <laughs> wow. I thought you guys would be laughing at me because it was such a bad choice, but... Absolutely oh, no. not. No way. No. I, I, I just love a comedy with... It's just like a silly comedy with jokes. It's just like that feels like such a rare thing that it's just like this, is, this exists just to be a funny thing that people watch and laugh at, you know? 100%. Do they realize for sure that, stupid. yeah. Yeah. Do they row, do they row crew in that movie? I wonder. I think they must row crew at one point, huh? We should rewatch it. I I do I do remember laughing a lot at that movie. In, I wonder in, if it in, would hold up. In my mind, there's a scene where like they row crew, and then like Red Man or Method Man sees something and he rows really fast. <laughs> that sounds funny. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's real or if that is made up, but I, in my head, that is a scene that happens. Or if it's just uh, a fanfic that you wrote, <laughs> it could be. It could be. It could be fanfic. It really could be fanfic. I am not. I'm not sure. <laughs> Oscar Horowitz, what do you gravitate towards? What are what's what are kind of your favorites? I like. I, I'm. I'm particularly. Uh, oh man, I love the '80s slasher. Like that genre mm. is like absolutely mm. my favorite. <clears throat> I'm big into like really gritty, stupid, like. Frank Henenlotter is my favorite director ever. He directed what I call the holy trinity of horror movies, which is um, Basket Case. Oh, yeah. Braindead and mm-hmm. Frankenhooker. Those three movies are like perfect to me because they hold like the 80s trashy horror aesthetic that I love so much while also being stupid, campy, ridiculous and like kind of like in poor taste a little bit. Um, right. Like, I, I love Basket Case is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's so good. And it's like very um, it shows like a really seedy pre Giuliani New York City that I love so oh, yeah. much. Just yeah. that like disgusting, trashy Times Square, like just like sex stores everywhere, like people doing drugs on the sidewalk. Like I really just like love that aesthetic you know yeah it's it's like you you watch like you know a, a new york shot movie from the 70s or 80s and it's just is so like it, it looks so gritty and cool and the, and and you know there's like fucking porno theaters yeah and, uh, with pimps outside and then that exact spot today is like an m&m store it's like so <laughs> it's become so sanitized yeah in an olive garden yeah yeah for sure. it's so but, weird nick yeah if you go at the right time i have uh Proposition the green M&M outside of that store before. <laughs> She's the sexiest one. Um, <laughs> I don't know. She the was, brown M&M could give the green M&M a run for her money. That's true. Mm-hmm. They, they both seem a little horny. Um, a bitch, the, the green M&M was like, a, leave me alone, yellow M&M. I looked up Basket Case because I was like, I think I feel like I've seen that, and yes, You've I seen have Basket seen this movie. Case. Yeah, Come this on. is the the fucked up. Uh, it's like a yeah. basically Lyle. just a head with hands that lives in a basket, and he's like mm-hmm. a little monstrosity. I love it so much. 
I love it so fucking much. And it's like the budget was like zero. There was like right. no money put into this movie and they're like figured out a way to make this movie it's they have there's like stop motion elements to it like shit that doesn't mm. even make fucking sense at all yeah. and it like works in my opinion it's yeah. not everyone's cup of tea but i fucking love it are you an italian horror fan do you like oh, some of the yes yeah oh yes Gal- argento oh demons is another one of my favorite movies mm. ever have you seen demons i've never seen I've, i know of demons but i don't think mm. i've watched demons from beginning to the end i've watched Argento stuff, and I've watched. Is it Fulci and uh, yeah, a few Fulci, others? Bava, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Zombie Two masters. and the, oh. I watched. A, I, I watched a few this year. I watched the one that the uh, is it the Beyond or there's two movies that are similar. And the Beyond is by maybe the I think it is the Beyond. I'm not sure, but but there's one that takes place in New Orleans, and it's like an Italian, like a spaghetti horror oh, movie. I don't basically, know that one. Yeah, oh, um, it's, it was cool. Zombie Two. That was the. I'm. I, I think this is the one I saw in high school. My friend Brandon had it, and we watched it. But it, it was released in the U.S. just as Zombie, right? It's right. Zombie yeah. Two in Italy, but in the U.S. Yeah. So I've seen Zombie. It, it was. It was basically an Italian sequel to Dawn of Dawn of the Dead. I believe That's is right. like what it basically was trying to be. Mm-hmm. Um. It's uh. That movie is so. That was a time when I was really, really into gore, and I bet if I and the other movie from that time is Peter Jackson's released internationally as Brain Dead, but now Dead Alive, which I rewatched right. for a podcast this past year. I was called Dead Alive, sorry, in the in the uh, in the U.S. And I was like, I loved both those movies because how gory they were. And I rewatched Dead Alive last year, and I felt sick. I was just like, I can't. <laughs> really? This is I can't believe I used to think this was like cool and like funny. It's just like this is so fucking vile. This yeah. level of I don't know. It's a I think lot of it's just, gross it's shit. Just getting older. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They take, they take. I mean, like in Dead Alive, they like eat like an eyeball in a soup or some shit, don't they? Like, yeah. it's like fucked mm-hmm. up. Like, I mean, like, but also Dead Alive is like kind of like hokey and fun too. It's kind of camp. Yeah, it's like Peter campy. Jackson's whole vibe. His whole flavor right. is like gory, but also really fucking stupid, which I like. Yeah, zombie, t- zombie two, or 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 just zombie or whatever. It has a famous zombie versus shark scene. That's oh, yeah. what it's. Uh, that's what it's famous for. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's the same shark that bit Batman in the Batman movie. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! So are you telling me Batman's a zombie? <laughs> <laughs> Think on that for a second, DC. Whoa! Didn't that? Didn't Marvel do a bunch of zombie Marvel characters? Oh, there was yeah. like a, a full. They? Yeah, they, they did. did. Yeah, zombie. Then we just got, we went too nuts. Was I can't we believe went too we far. Did. What we was were, the what was the apex of that? Like, what was the beginning of the of the zombie craze? I think well, it was I, Walking. I think Walking Dead just. I mean, like it was mm-hmm. right, but but yeah. I, but I, Oscar, I'm with you because it felt like it was like it was percolating at that point. It was like it 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 yeah. It, it felt like we were back in zombie world when that came out, but like, because here, here's my what's, here's what's, my what's the comedy with Bill with Bill Murray where he's where, where, oh it, yeah Zombieland Zombie Land. Yeah. Zombieland yeah um my theory is that uh, that all this was really kicked off by the book World War Z, which came yeah. out I think oh, in the late nineties early two thousand right. that's and it yeah. because that was the thing I remember here and just like dipshit morning radio. I say like it's any better, uh, any worse than what we do. Uh, but like, like I was just like, like a morning radio and they would just be talking about this. Have you guys seen this? There's this new zombie book, World War Z. And they were just talking about like, you know, blades don't reload. Uh, so, you know, it's better than a gun. It's just reading shit oh, from the that's book. Right. Holy and I think shit. that like 
part was part of what made it mainstream. Um, and then uh, even though that was like a decade or plus before the movie, that you had your 28 days later, your 28 weeks later, yeah. that trilogy mm-hmm. was pretty big. But I would I say know, like I, sh- I would put Shaun of the Dead in there as well. Oh yeah, yeah. right. Because when that came out, people were losing their minds. People went crazy over those, but I still put those in like before the like right before the like zombie. I mean craze. that that is the yeah. I guess yeah. that's the I guess that's the zombie renaissance. But then like the zombie overload, I think that oh, like the jumping the zombie shark, if you will, yeah, just jumping <laughs> the, the zombie shark. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, Walking Dead started. I think that was like a good thing for like a season or whatever. I mean, like I'm not saying I'm not judging the show at all. I'm just saying. No, you are, and that's okay, and that's okay. <laughs> I can't you hate it, I and that's fine. Yeah, I said no, to Wiger, I said to Wiger just the other day because we were we were really talking about the the Walking Dead specifically. I was like, I can't believe that show is still on the air. It's crazy to me. Yeah, and it felt is like it, it, isn't there a spinoff as well? There's, there's like, like spin-offs, multiple spinoffs. There's multiple and more development. Spin-offs. It's crazy. They felt it felt like they could have like ended that show like three seasons. People got like wiped out by it, and there's just there's there's too much zombie. But then I say that, and then I watch like Train to Busan, or is it Busan or Busan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and and that is awesome. You know what I mean? So I guess it's just the thing of making a good. Did you see the animated? There's a prequel, and it's animated. I haven't seen that. Is it cool? It's on Shutter. It's great because it it's awesome. Have you seen hashtag Alive? By the way, I have not. Okay, okay, that's your homework. It's another Korean zombie movie, and it's fucking amazing. Hashtag alive? Hashtag alive, yeah. It's on Netflix. Oh, I love it. I'm going to watch it. I recommend it. it. Fully recommend it. It's great. It's going to be watched by me. Love it. And Wags? Mm, we'll see if I'm hashtag alive horror, next week. You're not, you're not a... <laughs> <laughs> You're not a horror boy, are you? Uh, I can, I like, actually, when we've talked about it, it's been the context of horror video games, which I struggle with, because when it gets interactive, I feel like mm. I'm going to have a heart attack. But when I'm when I'm <laughs> watching a movie, I'm okay. Mm. Like, I can manage that. Um, no, no Resident Evil Village for you then, huh? No, I'll probably play it, just because I want, mm. like, I, you know, I like, like, Resident, I like the original Resident Evil, Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 4. Um, mm. I, I'm, I'm intrigued enough by uh, Village where I'll three, probably endure huh? it. Skip now, three. no, I, I, three is all right. <laughs> Damn, I, I want to say that shit. Be, nemesis, wow. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd be nervous about the nemesis here wow. and that. Yeah. <laughs> now, Wags, would you it, say if you, you'll be a hashtag alive next week? Yeah. Does that mean some sort of self-inflicted thing or just the way the world is going? We'll see. Could be, could be any number of things. It could be the nemesis. Maybe the nemesis gets me. <laughs> I mean, the way this year is going. Yeah. You never know. If you hear stars, fucking run. <laughs> remember when the New Year's, uh, you remember when the New Year's ball dropped this year and it was a ball of mor- murder hornets? Oh, God. <laughs> I stumbled the, I stumbled during the bad joke. <laughs> that was fine. When I saw that the New Year's ball was a ball of mur- murder hornets, fuck! <laughs> I thought this is gonna be a bad year, Wags. <laughs> uh, l- let me try one. Uh, yeah, in Manhattan, when they dropped the ball and it was a giant COVID virus, shit, fuck, I'm stupid, <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh boy. Yes, from uh, the Beyond is Fulci, and then from Beyond is the other one. I'm th- and so. The from be- beyond, yes. From beyond, it's so, not, from, yeah. So, so the beyond is Fulci, and that's like the, uh, that's the uh, like New Orleans, Louisiana, 
on the bayou like mm. house where like the uh, like there's a like a portal to hell in it and then from beyond is Stuart Gordon who's the, who is the uh uh reanimated guy right that's right I've seen that one oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's like, good. I like those reanimators. Reanimators are great too. So holy shit, it's so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I do want to talk about uh, we should talk about food a little bit before we get into this week's chain. Oscar, I'm I am curious. Your your first time on the show. Uh, what are your what's your fast food slash chain restaurant consumption in general? Uh, and 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 obviously that's been affected by the quarantine. Of course, but like, yeah. are, are you someone who indulges in the uh the, the unhealthier side? A hundred percent. I'm yeah. I am like a big. I'm a big consumer of trash wow i love it i love it every fast food restaurant i i want to say that i sort of survive on fast food that's Mm. like just where i get my nutrients if i were to eat a vegetable my body would convulse wouldn't know what to do (laughs) i don't yeah i don't think i've had anything healthy for a very, very long time. Actually, actually, because of the pandemic, I've been eating at home more, which has been fucking up my fast food intake. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, just because ordering out and you know, delivery gets a bit expensive. But like when I was out and about thriving in the world, you know I stopped by many a fast food chain restaurants and just indulged. So yeah. Uh, what are some of your faves? Oh man. So like Oof, what are some of my faves here? Like, I love a good Jollibee. Jollibee's oh, the yeah. best. Um, Wendy's, I love. Yeah, um, Oscar, I love that you went straight to Jollibee's. Jollibee's is-, is so... Okay, so here's the thing. I'm from New York. So mm-hmm. when I was living in New York, there was no Jollibee's. Now there's a Jollibee's in Times Square, I believe. But back when I was living in New York, there was nothing. So when I moved to LA, I, first of all was so impressed by the Filipino food that I've never had, but I've never had Filipino cuisine. Um, and there's a huge Filipino population here in LA. And to discover Jollibee, the most bizarre fast food chain I've ever experienced. And like, now it makes sense. Like, yeah, why wouldn't we serve spaghetti right. at a chain restaurant? Like, duh, it makes sense now. It just changed my life. I like that you you kind of buzzed when you said bizarre and that it it, it lines up with it lines up with the Jolly Bee B. Jolly Bee himself. Oh, I got, yeah, yeah, I got stung by the Jolly Bee for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and the mascot is the best. It's great. The mascot rules. I haven't had it since we reviewed it uh, Me back neither, in the Nick. day, Mitch. But I re- I really enjoyed my time there. It's due for a revisit. It is it it is like a. I remember having things there that I was like, damn, this is tasty. Well, and other things that I was like, this is really good. Oh, the fried chicken. Oh, my god. The fried gosh. chicken was great. Yeah. But then there are other things that I tried where I was like, this is very, very strange. And I like, um, mm-hmm. not, not in a way that just in the, just in the way that I. You're not had, used to it. I'm not used to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying it was bad. But then there was like, a, there were a couple things that I, that I am not used to and did not like. And it just wasn't for me. But mm-hmm. everything, I mean, it was, it was, it was a quality place. Nick, a revisit is due. And yeah, one hundred percent. I like that number two you brought up is Wendy's. I was just saying to Nick the other day. Oh, I love Wendy's. Yeah, Wendy's is great. I love Wendy's so much. When you, when you when you're saying like, oh, like why isn't there like spaghetti or whatever? Like, of course that makes sense. And I'm like, yeah, Wendy's. Last night I was saying to Nick, my mom brought home this this chicken pecan salad from Wendy's. It's just a small one, and 
I was like, oh, no fast food place does salads as good as Wendy's does. No one, none Agreed. do. Yeah, and that's true. And 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 then it's like, I mean, besides a place that is like dedicated to salads, don't get me wrong, like tender you're, you're greens or whatever. You're talking a totally different category. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But as far as like the big fast food chains, no place does a better salad than 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 Wendy's does, and they do stuff like chili and other things that like you're like, oh yeah, why don't fast food places do stuff like this more? Baked potato. Why yeah. not? I think I think yeah. Arby's you can put in that category too of kind of a place that does like weirder things that you wouldn't expect in a lot of fast food places. But yeah, I like my fast food places that go outside the box a little bit. Yeah, 100 percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arby's I had because la- I you know I was kind of going through a checklist of like what are the things I want to have before uh, Oscar. I'm not having uh, meat this year. This is my, oh, my wow. I'm doing a vegetarian year. Uh-huh. Uh, so Oscar, like I was just like Oscar in. 2021, I shall not suck a single dog dick. <laughs> How's that going so far? Uh, I've actually, I've broken it a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> also, we're recording this. Uh, I don't know when this episode's coming out. We're recording this on January 2nd. So <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do great. As the ball of, of uh, uh, murder, yeah, murder harness showed up. You were like, I got to get me a dog dick now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Arby's was on that checklist, and the Arby's I had, we, uh, me and Natalie went, and it was just like, this is this place is fucking tremendous. Arby's is mm. so good. Like, when, when Arby's when we've reviewed the chain a few times we've gotten like some of their more you know limited time offerings and sometimes those are hit or miss but if you just go down the middle and get their beef and cheddars and their curly fries oh. it's just it's the curly so fries, it's a home run yum. it's so good yeah it's so great it's yeah. so freaking great so wait i have a question for you only 2021 you won't eat meat will you go back to eating meat in 2022 or are you expecting this is like the start of your vegetarian lifestyle from now on Great question. I am going to evaluate that later in the year. Like, I, it's been going pretty smoothly for me, but, you know, we're at we're at basically the end of January. I think this is the first episode that comes out in February. Uh, so the you know, I, I don't want to jump to any conclusions just yet. Mm. I, I do think that I I'd already been eating less meat just in general, just as kind of like both a lifestyle and an environmentally conscious decision. And I think mm-hmm. this will this will even if I go back to eating some meat and some fish. This will. This is going to be a something of a permanent change for me, where I'll, right. my, my consumption will be much less, and I'm I'm just used to having less of it. But I honestly don't know. This could end with me uh, going full carnivore. This could end with me going full vegan. We're just going to see. We're going to have wow. to find out. Very exciting. Yeah, I wonder. Can, yeah, very exciting. Uh, especially when it comes to eating from fast food chains, because I mean, now I think they are making better strides at like offering vegan or vegetarian options, but like. Do all of them offer that? It's just very interesting to... Well, that brings us to yeah. this week's chain, Panda Express, wow. which up until 2019, Panda Express actually had a warning on their website that they had no vegetarian menu items. It's only very wow. recently that when they've gone through and they've just like, you know, because I, I think probably even their, you know, even like their fried rice had like, uh, you know, chicken stock or something in it. It was just like everything had was touched by some amount of meat or wow. at least had the was was close enough to ha- like like w- was being prepared next to meat in the point where they were like well this might not actually be vegetarian we want to cover our asses mm-hmm. but they 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 now have a number of vegetarian and vegan options um panda express uh opened in 1983 
It was it's owned by the Chern family, still owned and operated by the Chern family. The original was Panda Inn, which opened in 1973. That was more of a sit-down restaurant, and they opened the takeout version is that under in a different LA, branding. Nick? That's what took off. Yeah, it's in Pasadena. The the, the original Panda Inn is in Pasadena. Go. The original wow. Panda Express is in Glendale. Um, and uh, there are over 2,000 restaurants, the largest uh, American Chinese restaurant chain. Um, Oscar, you mentioned a couple of, of, of chains. Uh, what is your Panda Express take or what was it going into this episode? Oh my God. Well, I, I love Panda Express. Uh, another restaurant that I had no idea about when I moved to LA, cause there was no Panda Express in New York. So also here's the thing. I miss two things from New York. Number one, bagels, good bagels. Mm-hmm. Number two, shitty, shitty corner Chinese restaurants. Like I still yearn to have like these shitty little Chinese food restaurants. I miss them so much. Mm -hmm. I love them so much. Happy family in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. I love you. Um, So coming to LA and not being satisfied with Chinese food restaurants, I was like, oh, this Panda Express, what is this? I had it and I was hooked from their orange chicken. And I, you know, I was forever hooked. Also, I performed a lot at uh, Upright Citizens Brigade on Sunset, and there is a Panda Express so close to UCD. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I would yeah. always eat there after a show or before a show or after I taught classes. So it was like my second home. Wow. I kind of, I kind of, UCB Sunset. I mean, look, RIP, RIP to UCB R. Sunset. Yeah. But it, it had, it had, it had some bad luck in that there was a Target across the street that was supposed to be done and just never it was just a husk for very yeah, a very long time that's right it was never finished and now they've they've just finally finished it just recently but the neighborhood was fighting it off it's a complicated thing on a lot of different levels like i've heard both sides of it and i honestly don't even know which side is better because like small businesses were upset about it but then other people were, then i've heard other small businesses were like no we want to have like People coming more around traffic. the area more. Yeah. It was it was a completely complicated thing that I really don't know what side worked. But because of that, there was just this big fucking empty husk. And there was no real I mean, the only real place to eat around UCB Sunset is right, you're right, is there. That little that, yeah. that strip or the McDonald's across McDonald's the street. McDonald's across the street. And then mm-hmm. the, uh, there's an El Pollo Loco to the left. But I feel like Panda is maybe one of your better options. I love McDonald's, but like yeah, like uh, I could see myself eating panda more on on uh, on like a weekly basis or something like that. Just going, and I getting, had like, mixed luck with that specific McDonald's. I will say, mm-hmm. like it's just yeah, that, that was a McDonald's was really yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but uh, so so well, yeah. Oh, so I, I got I got to ask one question, please, because Oscar brought up Wendy's. I do got to know what what what's your go to at Wendy's? Ooh, well, you know, I got to get me. A Baconator, obviously. The fries. Yeah. Wendy's fries are... Nobody talks about the Wendy's fries. And I have to say, they're fucking good. They slap. They they, they like are them. good. And they were my they were my favorite. I they at when they when the potato skins potato skin came back on mm-hmm. them, I they lost a little bit for me. I love the old golden yellow crispy Wendy's fries with no potato skin on them at all. That's what I want back. Mm. And they were like, they they had the fattest fries, but they were still fucking crispy and delicious. Oh, so good. And I'm, and I'm, and I think that they, I agree with you. I think that they are good, but I do think that they, they have, 
I think that an issue with them recently because of those like potato skins is that they're not as crispy as they used to be. Right. right. Christmas crispiness with the fries. That's one of the number one things. That's why good, fresh, hot McDonald's fries are some of the best because they're fucking crispy. You just you snap into those things. Wags. You think McDonald's fries are the best fries, though? As far as fast food fries, Nick and I, I think, are on the same page here. Where I think so. They're, they're, they're their own. They're McDonald's fries. They're McDonald's but fries. I, but right. they are like, if I could have one fast food fry, I think I like them enough where they would be, that would be my pick. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do think Burger King's fries are pretty good. You know, we talked a lot on this podcast BK that is Burger back. King is back. BK is back. <laughs> um, and Officially, it's back. Yeah. It's Except back. And, we should say that we bought gift certificates for some. We bought gift cards to BK. Oh, yeah. Look, that's not the only gift we gave people at the holidays, but we we also we also uh and this was Nick said Nick said, "Hey, I'm going to give a uh, BK gift cards to people." And I said, "That sounds great." And then Sus <laughs> Sus texted Wagger and I the other day and said, "I just went to Burger King with my Burger King gift card that you guys gave me at the holidays." And I was denied. Do you know how embarrassing no. it is to be denied <laughs> yeah. with a gift card at Burger King? Well, they were they they told Susser they were like, sir, there's only five hundred dollars on this card. He <laughs> <laughs> um, walked in yeah. and was like, I'd like to buy your establishment, please. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was uh, that's embarrassing. Uh, anyone else who got a Burger King gift card from us, uh, sorry, <laughs> we'll, we'll fix it. Is it because like it expired really quickly? Like what was what was they the issue? I just not put the cash on it or accidentally yeah, or I, something. I, I bought them at Walgreens and I thought I thought they all got activated, but you know maybe they just scanned them wrong or something. I don't know. I certainly mm. we got charged for them. So damn, yeah, it's a bummer. Um, so y'all brought BK back then. Well, yeah, we're doing our part. You're the ones responsible. Okay, got it, got it. <laughs> so Nick, I'm assuming just like. The Denny's order, which what's the what's the status of the Denny's order that you ordered and it was closed and you just didn't care? Uh, <laughs> I called him back. Oh, did you did you get a refund? You didn't, you piece of shit. <laughs> so I'm assuming just like that with the fucking Burger King shit. Yeah, you'll be on top of it, right? I'll take care of it. Fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> so. Uh, you mentioned the uh, the yeah. the Chinese food in L.A. Oh, your voice is trembling now, huh? <laughs> I'm changing topics. That's right. You're a little fucking asshole that doesn't <laughs> doesn't care. You're fucking what's his name? Pennies were mo- wait money bags. Who's the guy from Monopoly? Rich Uncle Pennybags. <laughs> yeah, you're a fucking rich Uncle Pennybags. I don't like be- that we that the that Denny's charged us and I did not pick up the food. However, I am too scared to call them and get it fixed. You don't so, even yes. have to call. <laughs> yeah, I do. Fucking email. How else are you gonna get it rectified? I hate it when my parents fight. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, you mentioned the 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 Chinese food in L.A., which it's it's an interesting uh, thing you'll hear from a lot of people in the a lot of East Coast expats who end up here because I know a lot of people who like really into more authentic Chinese food will say right. like the Chinese food in L.A. is actually great. You go to Monterey Park, you go to Alhambra. That's exactly There's some good Chinese where. food there. But, oh yeah, but it's not the Chinese food. It's not the American Chinese food. That no. is like so common on the East Coast, and is a different, like you know, valid form of food that that a lot of people have a nostalgia for, and which exactly, I personally yes. like. Yeah. Listen, let me be absolutely clear when I say I don't particularly care for authentic Chinese cuisine. 
Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the shitty, Americanized, <laughs> mm-hmm. right. sugar-filled, disgusting Chinese food that exists in New York. You know, I'm talking about the five dollar order of like eight chicken wings. Like that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the dinner combination for eight dollars that has your sesame chicken. Yep. That's just disgusting. You will have a heart attack after you eat just one <laughs> with the fried rice and an egg roll on the side for just $8. That's Oscar, the kind of food I miss. Oscar, I try to say this to Nick, but I mean, look, West Coast has amazing Chinese food, too. It's just different. Yeah. East, East, Coast, different. East Coast Chinese food is it's, it is its own wonderful thing. And to me, so often I, th- I think of it as like more of the poo-poo platter stuff that they do so well. Like. That is that's mm, like the stuff mm. that you like, the chicken fingers, the crab rangoon, the beef teriyaki. Which oh my I know God. beef teriyaki is traditionally Japanese, right? They don't give a shit. Yeah, it's a, they don't. Yeah, they don't care. It's at They're every like, Chinese food. Fried chicken? That's not Chinese. We'll put it in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ch- yeah. Ch- for for me, the the poo platter of crab rangoon, beef teriyaki, chicken fingers, chicken wings, spare ribs, and egg rolls. That is like yes. That's yes. the and and it's so good and it all Ugh. comes in one giant fucking container and you can't love it. You can't you can't hit that in LA like you can in on the no. East Coast. It's it so does, much it better. It truly does not exist. Yeah. Some people are like, "Oh, the closest is a place called Genghis Cohen mm-hmm. um in West Hollywood, I believe." Yeah. And the place is nice, don't get me wrong, but it's fucking expensive as hell. Yeah. I'm talking about eight dollar dinner combination you know what i mean like i'm getting fed i'm getting fed three times for eight dollars you know so like that's what i'm talking about and they don't have that in la but panda express on the other hand is the closest approximation to the shitty new york chinese food that i love so much and panda express kind of kind of fills that void you're right and and certainly from a value standpoint i Mm -hmm. mean you can get a lot of food especially you know the if you're feeding a family you can just get a ton of food for a reasonable amount of money from panda express and it's all gonna taste pretty fucking good because they just load up the uh the salt and the sugar and the the seasonings you know Mm -hmm. um mitch uh Panda Express. I, I mean, we're both fans. We I, I can't remember yeah, what we gave it the last time we visited it, but but I I like Panda Express quite a bit. Panda, I was a skeptic of Panda Express way back in the day because I was like, oh, because well, not not I, and before I even tried it, I should say, I, like I was yeah. just like, oh, a fast food Chinese place. Like it was kind of in the world of like L.A. is weird and why does this have to exist? And I thought of it right. more as like an L.A. chain, really. Right, uh, which it it is. I mean, it's it did start. It started over there, but but I I was like, oh, you no, like I don't want like a McDonald's version of of Chinese food, and I and I just kind of in my mind thought it would be lower quality food, and then a few people that that we hang around with like swore by it, and then I just eventually just because like always in L.A. when you have to like. When you're working on something, you have to go and get lunch. I ended up there and had the orange chicken. I was like, "Oh, this is good. This is like, yeah. this is a good version. Like, it's it's not it it doesn't it doesn't taste like it's confusing because like it is over fried and it is like very syrupy orange chicken, but it doesn't it it doesn't taste like that shitty low quality version like I thought it would. It, it like uh, it is still shitty in many ways." But a good shitty. It's like it's like right, it's, yeah. it's like it's like 
it is it it is kind of like the when we talk about Taco Bell and I love Taco Bell. It's it's I'd say it's up there, right? As far as like, for Chinese food, it's like it's like when you want Taco Bell, you want Taco Bell. You know, you don't necessarily want yeah. Mexican. When you want Panda Express, you want Panda Express. Right. Yeah, you want Panda it's, Express. It's its own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're and, not looking for Mexican food. You're looking for Taco Bell. I'm yes, not looking yes, for yes. Chinese food. I'm looking for Panda Express. Yeah, yeah. And the, for and sure. the, and the, the combos are. I mean, just the fact that like, oh, I can get a combo plate and get some lo mein and some fried rice. And yeah. three different entrees and like not have to have a ton left over. I just get a plate of that and it's still fucking huge and filling, but it's like the proportions are are just right. Like that, that rules. And that, like for so long with, with, with Chinese food, you have to do it in the way of like, well, I got this container and now I like ate some of it and have a ton left over. And then I had to buy like another huge thing. And then I have a ton left over that and it's cost a lot more money. And and that's and that's why I like the the Chipotle style of it works great. Yeah, I, I think and and I think this ends up being a a workplace lunch, not just for people with office jobs, but I think it's like a blue collar job, you know, service job uh, mm-hmm. lunch because it's a lot of food, it's super filling, and it's not too expensive. Um, I, I, I and you mentioned the 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 chow mein, uh, which is now vegan. Oh, sorry, uh, which is chow mein. Uh, oh, no way. Yeah, they made their, their chow mein is now is now vegan, uh, mm. which is stir fried wheat noodles with onion, celery, and cabbage, uh, and uh, they have a new Nick, offering or a newer offering. Yes, it's very funny because the chow mein was bad last night. But go on. <laughs> I I liked mine. <laughs> Maybe I got a bad batch. I mean, this that's we'll talk about that too because that's also possible. But what you're saying that the-, the chow mein is there is the most batch contingent. The mm. the rice is pretty mm-hmm. consistent. You will just get some bad chow mein sometimes if it's been sitting in that steam tray for too long. Um, I, I but but I got the plate which is the side plus two entrees. This the side I got was half chow mein, um, and then half super greens, which is actually a pretty decent healthy option they have there. It's broccoli, kale, and cabbage. Um, that's uh you know I think with with a little tossed with a little bit of garlic. Uh, it's it's got a little bit of seasoning, but it's pretty plain, and um, I, that you can do like half greens, half half you know starch. I think is like a nice way to sort of mitigate the damage you're going to be doing to your body from this place. Uh, unfortunately, from a vegetarian standpoint, for your entrees, they only have one vegetarian entree right now. Uh, thankfully, is vegan, but it is their eggplant tofu, uh, which is lightly browned tofu, eggplant, and red bell peppers tossed in a sweet and spicy sauce. There is a lot of eggplant in this, and they are big chunks of eggplant. And so if you're vegetarian and you're not eating and you're not pescatarian, like you're not eating fish because they do have a lot of shrimp options, you better like eggplant and you better be able to handle spicy. And and thankfully, oh. I I like eggplant and I do like spicy. I'm something of a heat seeker. So I was I, I like this quite a bit. I thought this combo of the eggplant tofu, the super greens and the chow mein was just like a, a dynamite lunch. I just like I just love this whole plate that I was having. I thought everything was just like it felt like I was just eating satisfying trash just minus the meat, which is exactly what I wanted. Um, so I thought this was this is a great vegetarian option given that uh, given that qualifier, given that you 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 better be okay with eggplant, which I, I think some people maybe texture wise it's a turnoff and obviously some people can't handle spice at all. Um, Mitch, what did you get for your Panda Express? Well, wise, after I just said that it's like fun to get plates and you can customize them and, and then you can get whatever you want. My mom and I went over, we went to Dedham, and we, uh, I was actually looking for a tank top for an audition, 
because I don't have a, a tank, tank top. A ta- I guess a tank top is the wrong word. Is that a, a tank, right? Or like a, a yeah, a, ta- yeah, like you're, a, you want to show off the guns. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> um, don't sell yourself short. You got some shoulders. We, you got we some. Saw, you got some arms. It was required to wear a tank top, but I we went we went to we were in Dedham and and that's where we picked up. We went to DXL, got some plus size tank tops, and then we went over to Panda Express. And my mom has never had it before. Now, Quincy, oh. Quincy has a very uh, wow. has a very large uh, Chinese population, and uh, for a long time there was a lot of great Chinese food in Quincy, and the quality has sadly dipped in. And which doesn't really make much sense. I mean, like there, there's a larger Asian community than there's ever been. I there's, there's now different, you know, not just Chinese food. We there's, there's different style of styles of Asian food, but that it's tough to get great Chinese food in the city now where that mm. was just a given for a very long time. And so I was wondering how she'd feel about this. And we went, we went kind of like meal style. We got a family meal. And we got the chow mein and fried rice as, as our two sides. And then we also got orange chicken, Beijing beef, which is 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 one of my faves. And then the uh is it the honey walnut shrimp? I because I, 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 I can't see it on the uh I'll look it up. That that's sounds right. right. Yeah, it is. Because I got that too. So honey, honey walnut shrimp. Okay, honey mm-hmm. walnut shrimp. Then we also got a small honey sesame chicken, uh honey ses- sesame chicken breast. And then we also got a small grilled teriyaki chicken just to try it. We also got a, a large thing of white rice. We got some chicken egg rolls, small, which came with two. And we got some cream cheese ra- rangoons, which it doesn't say crab, so I'm thinking that there's no crab in them. No, it's just cream cheese. Right. And then I'm like, we're not going to lie to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it yeah. is what it is. We're not even going to attempt this shit. This is just fucking yeah. cream cheese. <laughs> <laughs> then I got myself a large Diet Coke, Nick. We got some n- napkins and utensils, chili sauce, soy sauce, hot, mus- ma- hot, ma- uh, hot mustard, and plum sauce. Um, and Ooh. so th- this was this was a, a huge feast, a smorgasbord. But it was funny to get, like, I think just getting a plate at Panda Express is the best way to do it. So it was funny to kind of get, like, oh, this is what we usually do when we get Chinese food as a family. Right. And having all these options. And eating it out of this container. When I got there, everything was ready except for the Beijing beef. They were making that in the wok, which Nick does make me. It it is crazy to me that you can get vegan and vegetarian food because there's only so much space with those woks, and people are you know they're just cooking next to each other. So I, I would guess if you're a stickler, if you're like I don't want this to be in the same you know uh, the same pan as uh, that meat has been in. I would guess mm-hmm. that this probably especially based on locations that some locations are perhaps, you know, the, the things are not completely uncontaminated. I, I, I would guess that there's probably some traces of meat juice in whatever vegetarian dishes you're getting. But if for the spirit of trying to eat vegetarian, I think you can do decently here. Um, but yeah, it's not like they have like a little, you know, like you, if you look up on sites on how to, there's, there's a bunch of these sites that are how to eat vegetarian or, fa- or vegan at fast food. Uh, and and chain restaurants and they mm-hmm. th- you can follow their guidance but the panda express site or app isn't going to say like it, it's not it doesn't have like a little vegetarian you know green leaf next to its vegetarian options or anything you kind of have to use your own judgment yeah I, I i i didn't get anything vegan or vegetarian okay i guess mm-hmm. i guess i guess i did with the 
chow mein, but that was just a yeah, mistake. Yeah, and the white rice. And the white rice. The cream cheese rangoon. I guess so. <laughs> I guess the cream cheese rang- rangoon too. Here's here's my issue. Mm-hmm. Um, the nice woman who's taking care of my order. I say thank you very much. I go to hand her a tip in cash, and uh, she says we can't take tips. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, what? Really? She's like, no, we can't. And then like. She like also like then like walked me over to my food afterwards and I like very slyly tried to like get be like, here you go. It's and she was like, No, no, I like I can't do it. And I was like, Oh, now I feel like an asshole. I'm like, <laughs> I don't mean to be pushing this on you, but I but I was I was uh I was I was shocked. You can, during the pandemic, these people can't fucking take a tip. It's stupid. That, that's a bummer. I mean, it's uh I've encountered that because, you know, I'll, I'll try to hand cash tips off at, at, at a lot of these places and like it, mostly places will take it. But in and out Burger, they've been very stringent about like, no, we can't accept tips. We're not allowed to. Um, I, at one McDonald's, they were like very like I, it's, it seemed like maybe the franchise owner had said no tips. They were very like, you know, strongly hand waved it away. Uh, but that's that's curious about Panda Express. They had a contactless yeah. pickup at my location. So it was just like um, I just grabbed it. But I, I'm I'm. I'm wondering if that's like coming down from corporate or or that particular. I mean, it's it's all family owned, so there, it's not like a particular franchise owner is going to be. Maybe just a just an overly vigilant manager. I don't know. Yeah, I I, I mean, whatever it was, I I felt I felt bad and and uh, what yeah, could I that do? It's really strange. Yeah, they do a lot. They have like a little. I assumed was a tip jar or like a case or whatever, but it's money you can leave to donate to. The children's hospital. They they're like very. They partner yeah. with a bunch of like charities and stuff. So, but it's weird that they yeah. don't tip their um, employees. That's weird. Uh, that's a bummer for me when there's like what looks like the tip jar, but it's actually the donation jar. Yeah. And also a lot of these places when you check out now, particularly at, at grocery stores, I find like they'll, they'll be like, "Do you want to round up to donate to the to our charity?" And I just like this is this is you're taking my money. And then making it your donation so you can take a tax write off. And like, th- this is yeah. like, I, I fucking, I kind of hate this practice. And I, if you're going to have this, just let me tip your employee on the machine, you know? It's Don't so let funny because me- it's like, that's so normalized now. It's like yeah. everywhere you go, it's like, would you like to round up for blah, blah, blah? Yeah. Yeah. The fucking Chipotle app is always bugging me to g- give to their fucking farm to table charities. Like, you give to your fa- farm to table <laughs> charity. I don't want, I don't need my 80 cents. So yeah, I mean that practice I think is is kind of annoying, and like you were saying, it's everywhere. But bitch, let's let's talk about your food. What what were the hits? What were the misses? Well, Nick, you know that the orange chicken is always a hit. It's a fucking home run. It is. They, yeah. I mean, like they've perfected the fast food orange chicken, right? Like, I mean, like that. I like. It's look. It's is it the best orange chicken you'll ever have? No, probably not. It's like very fried. It's like a, a you know sweet very very much glazed over the 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 nuggets or chicken are like thick in in that they're fried so much it like it seems like fake food in many ways sure but it's fucking fantastic it works really well i think that just the way that it's like breaded and coated so much it does keep it warmer longer which is a thing of like i was saying with with panda express like you got to you want that hot fresh batch uh of stuff and 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 if you get the fresh hot batch of orange chicken, you're 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 in the money. There's there, oh that, yeah, that, that to me, that to me is great. I got the the honey walnut shrimp. I thought my mom would like this one. I like it a lot of the time. 
it's an upcharge. It's kind of like the one that they think is like they're they think it's more expensive, whether it's the shrimp or the walnuts. But the quality of the shrimp is not great. My mom kind of didn't like. She thought it tasted too shrimpy. She was like, "I don't like mm. the I don't like the shrimp. But I think the quality is not great." And I thought it was okay, but she was right that it was tasting kind of shrimpy that night. That we like a little too seafoody. Like you get yeah. you get what it, you get what she's saying. I'm just remembering there was a time when we reviewed Red Lobster, and you said that they Red Lobster should be renamed Pink Shrimpies. What was <laughs> what was that? <laughs> We got little ah. pink shrimpies. Ah. Ah. <laughs> I think Red Lobster is a better brand name. I'm glad they didn't take your advice. I think, I think that little it should have been pink shrimpies. <laughs> and you know what? Panda Express could become orange nougats. <laughs> I, think I guess be bad bad branding or orange nuggets. If you call it orange nuggets, I think that's kind of fun. That sounds like a ca- like a casino or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not the golden nugget. It's the orange nuggets. <laughs> yeah, Way you know, off strip. You know who? <laughs> ro- it's fucking, tr- it's a Trump casino. Oh, oh my God. God. The, oh. <laughs> Makes me sick. <laughs> um, I, 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 I loved the orange chicken. I thought it was great, but the number one was, the one that was prepared right when I got there, the one that we were waiting on, which was the Beijing beef. This wow. one, this, what's, this, in, what's in that? I've never had the uh, Beijing beef. It, it's this. It is. It is. It is. It has moved up to like a, the top of one of my favorite things at Panda Express. I'll I'll tell you mm-hmm. what it is right now. It is the Beijing beef. Is oh, well, you know what? I'm not going to tell you. I thought there would be some fucking item description. There's not. I use the app. <laughs> I use the app to order everything. Which, Here by it the is. Way, it's it's crispy beef, bell peppers, and onions in a sweet tangy sauce. So it's basically the same. I, I you know what, Mitch? I bet this is the same seasoning as the eggplant tofu. Yeah, uh, just mm. with beef instead of uh, tofu and eggplant. It's. I think it's really fantastic. I, the the Beijing beef, the in the orange chicken. Those were the two home runs. My mom thought that the um, the the shrimp was a little too shrimpy. The pink shrimpies. Mm-hmm. Um, we both thought the grilled teriyaki chicken was a thumbs down. That was a bummer. Oh, um, interesting. Too dry or it just it just like the meat kind of felt like kind of like a little jiggly. It was like yeah. it just it just it just wasn't great quality. I mean, like I know this is like one of the more healthy items on the menu, but it just was it just wasn't doing it for us. Like it Don't was go co- there for that. It's it was not coated. What they do. In, it was coated in like this sauce that we didn't like. The co- the teriyaki coating wasn't great. There was like a lot of issues that we just weren't we weren't liking it. Again, like I said, I wish that there was a better version of the of the shrimp. But then I'm also wondering, like, is it just a lower quality of shrimp that does taste shrimpy, and that's why Mama didn't like it, or is it a thing that's like we got a bad batch? Because again, you get a bad batch there every so often. Yeah, and and I got some honey sesame chicken breast, the small one of those. That was almost a bad batch. You still got the the taste about it, but it was just a little bit colder. You know, like it's it was right. small. There was a bit of a travel. So, I think with all I think with all these things, again, the timing is big. And then if you toss it in the microwave, it can do you it can do you some favors. Usually, I'm kind of nervous to toss some fast food stuff in the microwave, but Panda Express, the orange chicken, it heated up great. Um, the chow mein was was not good. My, the mm. chow mein was the chow mein mm. was a bummer that night. The fried rice, the fried rice was pretty good. The white rice was a little dry, Wags. That was an issue. 
Um, yeah, that can happen. But um, the the uh, the chicken egg rolls were great. That was one of my mom's favorite things. She loved it, and I liked the chicken egg rolls, anyways. And the and the cream cheese uh, cream cheese rangoons were good too. But they both needed like fifteen seconds in the microwave, and then they were much better. Um, Diet Coke was good. Gigantic. A large Diet mm. Coke at Panda Express is fucking huge. What are we doing? Like thirty two ounces? At, at least thirty two ounces. This is a big wow. boy. It's fucking big. It's a it's it's a it's it's too big of a drink. Um and you know what, Nick? I got a nice little fortune co- as well. That was a was it was a pretty nice fortune. Well, you know what? We've got I got a fortune as well. We'll get okay. we'll get our fortunes. We'll do a little tease here. We'll get our fortunes, we'll get Oscar's uh food, and we'll get our fork scores. We'll be right back. Well, Nick. With more Yeah. Okay. No, what <laughs> I was just about to toss. What, what were you going to say? I was just going to say the fortune cookie tasted good, too. <laughs> okay. We'll be back with more Doughboys. <laughs> hey, Mitch. I feel like during the summer, pretty much everything I'm doing outdoors is making me thirsty. Yeah, I'll tell you what the issue is. That blasted sun. Curse the sun. Curse the sun. Giver of life, but also. Giver of heat. Giver of a dehydrator in chief, I'd call it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Summer requires extraordinary hydration because of the sun you know that's like built for everyday dehydrating moments. Yes. The moon is cool. Moon's real cool. When the moon, the moon is, is out, out, there's never a doubt. doubt the, the moon, moon is, is cool. <laughs> and when the sun's up high, you can't deny, deny it's gonna, gonna be hot, hot. Hot, 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 hot. Anyways, I think that we've expressed that the sun gets you hot in it the summertime. Sure and the moon keeps you cool. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. Mm-hmm. With it's- three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Wags, that's right. And you know what? It's so easy to just tear open a packet of Liquid IV. Pour it into a cup, mix it up with some ice cold water, and drink it down. My favorite flavor, strawberry. It's a hydration multiplier. That's right. Gets you even more hydrated, and it's easier to stay hydrated while traveling. And you know what, Mitch? We like the taste. I love the taste. And you know what? I love that I'm getting all those uh, electrolytes, and I'm not getting filled up with sugars. Yeah. I love the th- I love the smell, too, and it helps you out, not just while traveling, but after a big night out. You know what I mean. Come on. I Come can- on. The moon, the moon is, is cool. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. The moon is cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Tear, pour, live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And Wise, it's got three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink. Eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and now sugar-free. We got white peach, wow. green grape, wow, raspberry melon, and lemon lime. That's right, Wags. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DOUGHBOYS at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DOUGHBOYS at liquidiv.com. I love Liquid IV. You know why? Why? Because it's cool. Cool, cool, cool. And the sun is hot, hot, hot. hot. 
Spoonman, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus... They'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. <laughs> well, Wags, we, we all carry around stressors, big and small. It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? A lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Welcome back to Doughboys, the number one COVID-denying podcast. Nick? Oh, no. Number one? We're at the top? Like it's a <laughs> category in the iTunes store? <laughs> I wanted to do the back from break thing for once. I mean, that seemed like sabotage. <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, we're not the number one COVID de- denying uh, podcast, but we'll get there. Uh, but <laughs> right now, we're talking Panda Express <laughs> with our guest, no Nick, Oscar Montoya. We deny yeah. the, you shall not continue <laughs> COVID. You should not continue your evil streak. How dare you, COVID? <laughs> Leave us alone, COVID. Man, multiple strains, mutant strains. Seems bad. Seems like the year yeah, is going to be bad. bad. Stuff. It's bad. Um, well, we'll see. I mean, right as of this record, all anyone can talk about is GameStop stock. So who fucking knows <laughs> what next week will look like? And AMC. 
Yeah, it's such an it's such an unpredictable dystopia. Just every week, it's just some new fucking twist. It's like, all right, sure, why not? <laughs> um, but Oscar, let's uh, let's talk about your Panda Express. What did you get in this most recent visit? So I got. I decided to try stuff I haven't had before. Wow. I usually get the same thing all the time, which is the. Uh, I used to get brown rice mm-hmm. with orange chicken, uh, and then uh, an egg roll. And that's my staple. I get that usually every time. And this time I was like, I'm going to try something different. I decided to get the um, mix of the fried rice and the greens. The power greens, they're called. Super greens, yeah. Super greens. The super greens. And I got the the honey sesame chicken, which I've never had before. Mm -hmm. And then the beef and broccoli which I would get on occasion because I'm a big beef and broccoli kind of guy. And also in my brain, I'm like, I should have a vegetable. I'm going to pair it with beef. Um, so I got beef and broccoli and uh, and then I got a chicken egg roll, which I've never had before. Wow. And I got to say, it's the standout for me. Was that the egg roll. chicken egg roll was wow. such a treat. It Oscar, was so fun. You and my mom, we the, you both love the chicken egg roll. I'm telling you, yeah, your mom is correct. It, it was like a fun surprise. It looked weird. It was like thinner than the egg roll that I'm used to, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it looked sort of like a flute, like a flauta a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was a little sus about it. I was like, I don't know if this is, what is this? Um, and it was paired with this, uh, I would assume it was like a sweet and sour dipping sauce. What yeah. a, it's just sweet is what it yeah, was. It's, it's, but... it's basically red. So this is, the, the, I, right. I like that. I really like that dipping sauce. And when I was there at the restaurant last night, I was kind of like, is there like a sweet and sour dipping sauce in uh, the woman that was helping me out? Who the same woman who who didn't want to take the tip was like, "Oh yeah, I put plum sauce, which is in the packets in your bag." But Nick, I wanted that red sweet and sour dipping sauce, and I don't know if oh, there just was any. It. I didn't get. I didn't oh, get boy. it. Oh, they gave me no. like three of them. The, 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 this is basically in the plastic container, right? Like, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they they gave me they gave me because I got the I, I got the veggie spring roll and mm-hmm. uh, and I got the cream cheese rangoon and those they get they gave me three of those little uh, cups of the red sauce. It is it is extremely sweet and it is like it's kind of like melted Jolly Rancher like in ter- mm-hmm. in terms of sweetness and yes. syrupy uh, texture because it is very goopy. But I like that sauce. I mean, it's it's disgusting and it's completely unhealthy. But I think it's good as hell. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. And when you pair it with the uh, chicken egg roll, it's just like truly a deadly combination because it will kill you. But also, <laughs> you'll feel good about it. Um, so I think to me that was the standout. The sesame chicken I thought was going to be a hit, and it really was kind of disappointing Mm. it didn't taste bad per se but i think Mm. the expectation of it to deliver in the same way that an orange chicken always delivers right was a little i was a little disappointed i was a little disappointed that's the issue with it's the issue with the honey sesame chicken is that you're just not getting the orange chicken it's like yes it's like a it's like a version of it that's just not as good it's yeah and and you're like well why do I want this when there is a better? I know. It just is, there's no reason for it. Yeah, it's sort of like you're dating someone who's amazing, and then you break up with them because you're like, well, this person, this other person is sort of into me, and they kind of look good, but then like their breath stinks, and you're just like, oh man, why couldn't I just be with this person I was dating before? God, <laughs> you know, it, it, that's how it felt like right. to eat the 
uh, and you know, and again, I have to, I have to blame my New York sensibility because like sesame chicken is what I always got when I was in New York. Sesame chicken is like number one in greasy, disgusting Chinese food. And so when I was like, oh, the ses- oh, sesame chicken, it must taste just like the New York sesame chicken, which in my opinion, tastes better than the orange chicken at Panda Express. Mm. No. Mm. No, it was not. It was mm-hmm. Fallacies, lies, false advertising. It just was not the same. Oscar, so, also, what you said, every girl who goes on a date with me must be thinking what you just said, by the <laughs> way. This guy's breath is stinky. Why did I break up with my ex-boyfriend? I think he's been sucking a dog's dick. <laughs> Ma'am, I will tell you now, a dog's dick does not smell. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, it, it just was a little. Yeah, and then I felt myself being kind of disappointed that I didn't order the orange chickens because I felt myself being like, man, I should have just gotten the orange chicken. Right. But you know, I wanted to experiment, try something new. The beef and broccoli was great, except this is where batch factor comes into play. Like, yeah. this is where, and you know, I usually order Panda Express there, but I had delivery send it to me so i mm-hmm. had no say in terms of portion or content of the things that i was getting because it is served in a big plate and people just kind of scoop it onto your plate the ratio of beef to broccoli was to say the least embarrassing for panda express that was like broccoli with some beef surprise oh, I, would, yeah. I would that i would rename that and also when i got the power because i got power greens but the only greens that were there was like green bean, like the string cheese, uh, green oh, string cheese. Oh, my God. The the string. This is, I wish. This is how I often, like, I don't eat vegetables ever. So, like, <laughs> green beans? Is that what green they're beans. called? Yeah, green yeah. beans. String, or beans? string beans. Yeah. Are they the same thing? Yeah, they're okay. the same thing, pretty much. So that and then some lettuce, maybe? Cabbage? I don't know what that was. But mostly broccoli was in the power greens. And then to pair it off with the abundance of broccoli that I got in my beef and broccoli, it was mostly broccoli that I was eating. Not that I was complaining because broccoli is probably my favorite of the vegetables. But I wanted to eat beef. And there was like maybe three pieces of beef in that beef and broccoli. The three pieces were great, but like not great. Not If I saw that, I would have been like, (laughs) in person, I would have been like, hey, you gotta gotta put some more beef in this beef and broccoli. What are you doing? (laughs) But I think they took advantage of the fact that I wasn't there to be like, oh, let's just Let's just broccoli load this guy's plate. Um, so I felt like it was a nasty this prank. Guy. It's broccoli, exactly, this guy. Yeah, and I got got. I got got by Pan <laughs> Express. Um, Oscar, by so, the way, I just want to quickly say that uh, Batch Factor sounds like a, a really bad Fear Factor spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> hosted Still by, hosted by Joe Rogan, yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe he'd give that to Stan Hope. It would be a Stan Hope. Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> the guy needs a break. He needs something. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it was a little like, eh. The fried rice was good. was very good. And, uh, yeah, overall, is there anything that I forgot to talk about? No, I think that was it. Did you have a fortune cookie? I did have a fortune cookie. The fortune cookies are good, but I'm not eating a fortune cookie to eat the cookie. You sure. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want to rip it. So, But here's the thing. I don't know if you have friends that do this or if you do this 
But there are a lot of people that I know that will tear open a fortune cookie and not eat the cookie. That's fucked up. And to me, that is disrespectful. To, in my I, mind, this I, I, have a, I have a rule to it, but go ahead, mm-hmm. Wise. I was going to say, I agree in general, but my circumstances were such. You piece of shit. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. Here's what happened. I opened, so I opened my, my fortune. You know I'm a clumsy man. I spill a lot. I opened my fortune cookie with probably too much force, and the cookie flew out of my hand. Jesus. And into the sink. And in, not just into the sink, but into the dirty dishes in the sink. And I was like, <laughs> okay, this is just empty calories. I'm not going to rinse this off and have this wow. like soapy old pasta sauce uh, remnants fortune cookie. I'm n- I'll, I'll just retrieve the fortune. And so I just had the fortune <laughs> and then I discarded the cookie. And then Under it normal was, circumstances, I would eat the cookie. Then I stuck my hand down the drain and my hand got caught. And then <laughs> I kind of got horny, so I started jacking off. And then Natalie caught me. And I swear to God, that's what happened. You were feeling up the sink and jacking off, and you got caught by Natalie. <laughs> Here is my fortune. <laughs> Your next act of kindness will reveal a new friendship. Jesus. It's nice and optimistic. So there we go. Okay. So I might applies? be making a new friend. Um, I mean, I don't think it's come true yet, but I also have not done an act of kindness. So whenever that happens, <laughs> I'll be sitting pretty. Uh, Mitch, what was your fortune? You. Hmm. I'm excited for Weiger's first friend that he ever makes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still working on you song. Someday you song will come around. <laughs> he doesn't like you. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say this uh, again. The fortune cookies are good because you can get a bad fortune cookie. They're pretty good. And, and they, they're like they, they got a nice sweetness to them. They're, they're, they're usually pretty good. My fortune was this. And this is the way I do my fortunes. I break the cookie in two. I eat mm. one half of the cookie. And then oh. I and then I read the the fortune and then re- eat the other half of the cookie. And to me, it's a pro move. That's the only way the fortune comes true. If not, if you, I love that. If that's you great. If, if you if you don't eat the cookie, you're angering the the great genie. You're ang- you're angering angering Jafar. You're mm. getting you're getting these genies mad at you, Wags. So you think fortunes are connected to wishes? That's what yes. you're kind of like. Got it. It's 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 kind of a genie situation. Anyways, my You're angering the but, stone. But wait a second, J- Jafar got out of being a genie. Have That's you not true. seen Aladdin two? Oh, Return of shit. Jafar. He got out of it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, you're um, still it, just you, angering Jafar. You're angering. <laughs> you're angering Pedro Pascal's character in Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Max Gold, right? Max Gold. Yeah. <laughs> my genie genie's fortune is. You will obtain your goal if you maintain your course. Panda Express. Mm-hmm. Pretty nice. There you go. Fortune. That seems logical. Yeah. yeah. Um, Oscar, how about you? Um, yeah, I had uh, the fortune cookie and, you know, I'll be honest, I didn't save it. I threw it away because it was one of those empty uh, things of like, mm. family is going to keep you close. I'm like, oh. I don't talk to my family. I don't know what the fuck this is. And I threw it away. Um <laughs> But I, yeah, I'm like very particular when it comes to the fortune cookies, fortune, because I've had some really, really great specific ones that I love so much. Um, My favorite one was, uh, you will be by a river 
near mountains, like literally a true wow, fortune because it predicted the future. Um, have I been? No, I've never been in no any river near any mountain. I don't like hiking or camping. But it was nice that they, you know, but I'm still alive and that could still happen one of these days. So I think it but will. But all these like generic sort of like, you know, ha- happiness is where the heart is like sort of like, I don't. Give me a fortune. Yes. Well, hey. Give me a fortune. The way the country's going, it's going to go from fortune cookies to four chain cookies. Am I right, Nick? That's right. You say four chan cookies? Four chain. He was trying to say four. He was trying to say four chan. He said four chain. It's four chan. Were you thinking of two chains? Oh, it's what? What? What is it? It's four what? It's four chan. Oh, it is four chan. No, it's not four chain. It's four chan. There's there's a rapper called Two Chains. There's two chains. Wait, four. And then there's four chan. Four chan yeah. is is the bad posting site, right? Yes. All yes. Right, so let me take it again. Okay. The, the way this country's going, we're, oh fuck. Hold on. Let me set it up again. The, oh man, the way this country's going, we're gonna go from fortune cookies to four chan cookies. Wow, Mitch, <laughs> that's great. That's terrific stuff. I'm gonna open up a cookie and it's gonna say the Donald rules. That's because you're eating at Orange Nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, well, we should a, get to- mine was, it was a good joke. If it you, was a good joke. <laughs> a lot of issues with the joke, but it was yeah. good. Yeah, it was good. Um, I mean, I like the, uh, the ball of uh, murder hornets better, but that one was pretty <laughs> good. We should get to our final thoughts on Panda Express. Uh-huh. Uh, so we'll each go around, Oscar, uh, give our, our summation of our thoughts on this, this chain based off of all our past eating experiences, including this one, and end by giving it a fork score from zero to five forks. We begin with our guest, who is you. Yeah, um, listen, Panda Express is uh, truly my, my second home. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, actually, now it's third because my home is actually my second home <laughs> now. Um, but I, I'm a big fan of Panda Express. Uh, the food is great. The food that I'm familiar with is great. So if you start to like, you know, try to experiment, I, it's, it's a hit or miss and be very okay with being disappointed mm-hmm. because that will happen, you know? Right. Find your faves and stick to your faves. This is not, Panda Express is not a place to experiment or be daring mm-hmm. or try new things, right? It's a place where you just... Do, I mean, I feel like that's true in every fast food restaurant. You go to your faves and just stick with it. Um, orange chicken, always get the orange chicken. Build your plate around the orange chicken and you won't be disappointed. Uh, yeah, I love it. Uh, besides the batch factor component to Panda Express, my other big complaint of it is the lack of a slapping mascot. You know what I mean? You got the oh, panda. Right. And the Panda Express, but like, what's his name? What's her name? What's their name? I don't know anything about this panda. Like, really? Like, let's have, why can't we build a mythology around our mascot a little bit more, right? Give us a Jollibee. Yes, give us a Jollibee Bee. Give us the, uh, you know, Wendy, Wendy girl, right? The Burger (laughs) King, you know? Yeah. Ronald McDonald, you know? You're Panda Express, you got to catch up with the big dogs, you know? Yeah. Uh, You got a lot of work to do. Let's let's figure out this panda storyline and... uh, and then, uh, yeah, and then you're, you're off. Then you're, you got it. Um, so out of five forks, I give this, uh, I give this, uh, you know, I'll be fair. I'll be real. 
I'm gonna give this three and a half forks. Wow. Three and a half forks. Very three good and a half score. Forks. Yeah. All right, Mr. Slice, go ahead. This is tricky because Yeah, I mean Panda Express is really good at what it's trying to when we talk about that on the show of what they're trying to do. They do they do a good For job. Sure. Of, they do a good job of what they're trying to be, which is is sit down fast food version of 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 Chinese food and the menu's not huge like a lot of Chinese food restaurants there's there's a limit there there's not like a ton of items on the menu which is good there's a, there's limited options and they got some go-to stuff that they they got the orange chicken which I love and now the Beijing beef I really like on oh, the chicken egg rolls don't forget and those. the chicken egg rolls with Oscar and I and my mom's faves my mom said that when she would, if she had to rate the whole thing, she would rate it a C, but mm-hmm. which is exactly Oscar, what you gave it 3.5. But I asked her about the orange chicken. I said, what if you just had the orange chicken, the, the, and the Beijing beef and the chicken egg rolls. And she said, well, then I would give it a B. And so Nick, that's the difference between golden plate club and non golden play club is 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 the two is it's between a b and a c you know what i mean that's 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 what gets something into the b is four mm-hmm. out of five forks is a b in in reality if you're translating it to percentages and then translating mm-hmm. that into, into letter grades but i mentally for me i don't think of oh, we got God. into this a little bit on a previous episode i don't think of the fork scores as directly corresponding to a letter grade percentage wise like okay. i don't think of a of a two fork score is 40 percent, which would be like an f f minus it's a very solid f but to me i don't think of a two fork experience as like that was an f that was a complete failure you know what i mean mm-hmm. I, I just think of it a little bit differently i did i think of it i guess like is a is a movie that gets three stars like less than a c I, I it isn't to me. Mm, I guess yes, it is. But anyways, it is to you. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like I hate it when my parents fight. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, it's tricky for me because, like, that is the question to me: Is this Golden Play Club? And for my mom to, to like, I think for my mom, if she just got those items, like I said, it would be Golden Play Club for her. Yeah, and that's the thing is like. You can just get a plate of fried rice and Beijing beef and orange chicken and get yourself a couple of fucking chicken egg rolls and you're golden. That and that and that's and you know what you want? You get in there and you get it and you get out. And I think that that's when I get when I get Panda Express, I'm just craving some orange chicken and some Beijing beef and maybe the walnut shrimp occasionally and some chicken egg rolls and maybe some cream cheese rangoons and that's that's kind of it you know that's that's what i want and a big plate of fucking chow mein in fried rice or white rice so <sighs> nick i'm gonna go four forks i think i'm just gonna wow. give it four forks i think i wow. gotta i just i just think for I'm what stunned. it's trying to do and i think that it is again it 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 it, it is the sort of thing of uh the the batch factor Sure. Um. That that that's that's a huge part of this. The batch factor is is a, is a big part of it. But a big hearty lunch at Panda can be fun. Or if you want, if you're in the mood for Chinese food, but you don't want to deal with like a bunch of leftovers or spending a ton of money, 
then it really works. It it works. Or, or if you're just in an area where there aren't a lot of good Chinese restaurants, which True. is a lot of the country, you know. And guess what, Nick? Mm-hmm. When we had it last night, we were like, you could do much, much worse for Chinese food in Quincy now, sadly, than what we got at Panda Express. So it gets a four. It gets a four wow. for me. It's it, it it gets it. It wins. Um, it's a it's a good score, and 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 both of your logic is sound. I I think we're gonna end up as ballpark buds here because we're on the same general area. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the the item I didn't touch on was the veggie spring roll, which to me was the low point. Uh, I it's it's a cabbage, celery, carrots, green onions, and Chinese noodles and a crispy wonton wrapper. Uh, now what distinguishes a, a spring roll from an egg roll, re- generally, from my understanding, is what type of wrapper it is. And I think this was just the egg roll wrapper. Like this was just the same wrapper. Mm-hmm. They're just calling it a spring roll. It didn't seem like a rice wrapper, uh, which would generally be a spring roll. But it that said. Whether that's whatever the case with that may be with that. I just think flavor wise, this had nothing going on. It was just kind of flavorless and just texture. And the only thing you were getting out of it was that sweet sauce, which is syrupy and delicious. But if I was going to go that direction, unless I'm avoiding dairy, um, I would rather have that cream cheese Rangoon, which I just just thought was much better, which just had a lot more flavor than the veggie spring roll. Uh, The chicken Mm -hmm. egg roll, you know, I, I, I haven't had recently, but I trust you guys that that one has a little bit more flavor to it. Um. Thinking of this place, I, you know, I think we're running what, what I'm going to run into here mentally, Mitch, is the same thing with Popeyes, which is that thinking of it purely, although this is a much better vegetarian option than Popeyes, um, but it, it's thinking of this from a place where if you can go and get everything, I love Panda Express. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's as good as Popeyes, but I think it absolutely is like a four fork uh, tier restaurant. Like, I think that, it, it, you know, again, what you were saying, it, it does what it's trying to do. And the orange chicken, I mean, it has. they have one signature item there that is delicious. That orange chicken is legitimately delicious. I think if you're a vegetarian, it's a little bit tricky, and I don't know if I could go full four forks from that perspective. Nick, can I also just yeah. say that quickly? Yes. If you're in the mood to suck a dog's dick, also not a great <laughs> place to go. <laughs> You got to go to Wingstop for that. <laughs> I, I think I like the eggplant tofu myself. I think it's good. The, the chow mein I thought was good. The super greens is a good option. I think if you want like a something crispy, the, the, the cream cheese Rangoon is a good, you know, non-meat option. So I think there are good things, but you have to like what they're offering. And, you know, again, if you're just if you're someone who can't handle tofu, you can't handle eggplant. I think what I think what will we'll put Panda Express over the top is eventually they will get like a beyond chick beyond orange chicken. They will get some version of that mm. or like a like, you know, some sort of beyond beef with broccoli or something. They will they will come up with some version of that. That I think they'll probably do well and just load up with sauce. Um, and I think when they do that, it'll be at that next tier from a from a veggie standpoint. But in its current state, I think I'm going to split the difference between the two of you. I think I'm going to go wow. three forks, three tines, just on the outside looking in of the Golden Plate Club. Mm. And I mean, you know, if I was if I was having everything on the menu, I might say uh, I might go four plus. But yeah, that's my take. It's 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 good. I, I I was very much thinking three point seven five two. I I I just it 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 won me over. It it it's that sort of thing of like if a restaurant only had the cheesy gordita crunch or if a restaurant only had the Big Mac, yeah, I'd I'd probably be like, oh, it's a five fork restaurant. But <laughs> I I I'm 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 with you. I think that orange chicken is is the best thing it's got going. 
But that Beijing beef is is it's it's up in its game, Nick, and I, I think that it will continue to get better and continue to grow. Honestly, the other thing too about Panda Express is that they keep adding new dishes in, on the, on the menu. Um, so like, yeah, I think in terms of like trying to experiment, trying to innovate, like it's there. You know what I mean? It, right. It, it's it's starting to develop, and, and totally one hundred percent what you were saying, Nick. They will have a Beyond Meat or an Impossible sort of uh, meat alternative that's just going to up. They're going to evolve. You know what I mean? They're going to up their game. But mm-hmm. um, but again, orange chicken will yeah. stay forever. Yeah. The orange, yeah, the orange so chicken is king good. over there. That, that's been the thing. The protein I miss the most is just chicken in general. Like I, I surprisingly beef, not really fish a little bit, but chicken is just like, man, I would love some wings. I would love some fucking mm. fried chicken. I would love some rotisserie mm. chicken. I would love some orange chicken. I just like chicken is, I, I guess, I guess what I've sort of realized that chicken is like maybe my favorite meat. And I didn't, wow. I, I would have thought it was something else before, but there we go. Uh, I was going to say, Nick, the app is good too. I ordered app on the app. Good. Yeah. The app, the app is, uh, the app, the app works well, especially in COVID times. It's good to to order it and get in there and, and get out. So, but let, let me mention while you mentioned that, Mitch, this was something I meant to I meant to say. Uh, we've we visited a, a bunch of chains uh, during COVID and during lockdown, and they've all had different sorts of you know pickup and drop off and delivery procedures. For me, this is one of the best ones in terms of their drop off system. Um, they were only allowed one customer in the restaurant at a time, period, at least at the location I went to. So you, you went in, if you were ordering, you went into the counter, you ordered, you were, you were very distanced from where they were actually preparing food. Then you went out of the restaurant, waited outside to pick up your food. And then the, the drop-off was contactless. Like they would come over and they would put it on a table on the other side of the door. And then you would open the door and reach in and grab it. So it seemed like it was like, oh, they, they seem to be taking a reasonable number of precautions that like every place should be doing. I would put this right Nick. up there with Chili's and Cheesecake Factory in terms of the places that f- have felt the safest for retrieving food. Now, Nick, are you sure that they weren't only doing that to you? All right. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming. <laughs> Lock the door. <laughs> <laughs> that was our review of Panda Express. It's time for a segment. We must confess our food sins. Mm. This is concessional so we'll each confess a quarantine specific food secret Uh, I will go first Mm -hmm. here is mine I was thinking through this don't you have to do like a confession when you say, forgive me, father, for I have sinned? Okay. But should it be uh, father? God, forgive me, Godfather's pizza, for I have sinned. <laughs> forgive me, Papa John's. Forgive me, Papa. Forgive me, Papa. Uh, I mean, are we, what are we confessing to Papa? I don't want to confess to Papa John. <laughs> <laughs> forgive me, Papa Shaq, for wow. I have sinned. That's good. Yeah, that's good. That's that's <laughs> that's it. good. That's what qualifies for good on this show. Man, imagine Shaq's height with a Pope hat on top. Oh man, that'd be great. I hope that happens. In, I hope like, it's in Space Jam three. Two. Oh, Space Jam Three. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> in Space Jam Two. Um. Uh, okay, forgive me, Papa Shaq, for I have sinned. 
I, I was thinking through what are the things that I've done? What's like the grossest food thing I've done in quarantine where I've just been eating a lot? And I think it's this. I was out of salad dressing. And so mm-hmm. I used horseradish mustard. Ugh, that sucks. And what? <laughs> it did not work. Jesus. It did not Wait, work at all. What's what's the what's the reasoning there? What's what, what please give me a play by play of what your thought process was there. Okay, I prepared my salad. It was there ready for me to consume. And I was like, I need some sort of thing to well well shit, I thought I had some dressing. I'm out of dressing. There was this horseradish mustard. I like horseradish mustard. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? If I was going to have a sandwich with some lettuce on it, I might put horseradish mustard on there. So I just kind of shot it all over my salad. And uh, Jesus, it was fucking gross. It was <laughs> tasted really bad. Just did not work at all. <laughs> fucking shot it all over your salad. I'm sorry. Sorry for that image. <laughs> <laughs> that that's my that's my that's my uh that's my concessional that i say th- that i had a i used horseradish mustard as salad dressing and it did not work at all all right mitch my concessional it's concessional mm-hmm. concession i guess my concession we're we're in the 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 segment is concessional so i guess what we are doing is a concession mm. forgive me papa shack for i have sinned I mean, mine is not nearly as gross as Weiger's. I've been actually pretty a pretty I've been a good little food boy in 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 lockdown in the last few months. I've been Wags, you know this, I've been making pizzas, I've been making bar pizzas. That's why oh. you're Mr. Slice. I'm Mr. Slice. That's the reason I'm Mr. Slice now. I've been making uh bagels. I be, I, I made some bagels. I made them with Greek yogurt, uh, which isn't really a con a concession because wait you're making bagels. I was making let, some bagels. That seems impossible. To, M- Mitch, let me, let me pitch you something. If your bagels take off, mm-hmm. not Mister Slice, but Mister Hole. Wow. Think about it. <laughs> yes, I think that that will <laughs> cause no confusion. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm, I'm gonna try to make. So I made bagels with with um Greek yogurt, and I'm gonna I'm in. Basically, they tasted pretty good, but it made me just want to make real New York style bagels. Oscar, right? The kind you probably miss. And I got, yeah. I got, I got, a, I got a, uh, I got a, a bagel recipe. I got to get myself bread flour instead of just like all purpose flour. There's like specific bread flour, and then you got to boil. Yeah, the other thing is you got to boil them. You got to put them in a boiling pot, and then you and then you bake them. But I'm 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 interested in trying them. I'm gonna try it because. Nick, I told you I made some pretty damn good bar pizza. I was, I was, I was shocked at how good it came out. I showed you pictures. That's of it. so impressive. The shots you've been sending. It's, I, and 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 I'm saying this, and I'm not saying this to uh, to uh, uh, insult you at all. But you're not someone who is like a, you know, you're not like a necessarily someone who's cooking a lot. This no. is like a thing you've gotten into recently. But the the pictures you've sent of the bar pizzas are like, this looks fucking great. This looks like this guy, uh-huh. the ace craftsmanship. I'm gonna I'm gonna make you one, but I also gave you the recipe. You might make one. Is that correct? We might be making some bar pizzas here. <laughs> Jesus. Here's my concession. Yeah. My mom got me a box of Cheez-Its extra toasty. Mm-hmm. And I sat down and I ate the entire box in one sitting. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That's my concession. Look, I know a lot of people, I'll do that all the time. But for me... I don't think I'd ever eaten a full box of Cheez-Its in one sitting. I mean, that's like that's a lot. Yeah. Twelve hundred calories at least. I think I mean, I mean, sorry, twelve hundred twelve 
No, it is 1,200 calories. 1,200 calories. Mm-hmm. In one sitting, I felt pretty bad after I did it. It was it was a full box of Cheez-Its is like something. It's like eating like a, one of the big bags of Doritos or something in one sitting to yeah. yourself. It's 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 bad. That's and that's my concession for the time it's pretty. I haven't done anything nasty. Not, well, I was like you. I haven't I haven't done any little nasty. <laughs> I haven't done some nasty shit. I didn't shoot anywhere. All right. <laughs> You didn't shoot your mustard uh, over food? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't shoot my mustard anywhere. I just took down a whole box um, of, of Cheez-Its. But that will make you feel pretty pretty grimy. That's a lot, that's a lot of just empty calories yep. Yep. in one sitting. Yeah. Yep. All right, Oscar. Uh, anything, uh, any quarantine food secrets you would like to get off your chest? Yeah, so um, yeah, forgive me, Papa Shek, for I have <laughs> sinned. Um, I, you know, as someone who's in, uh, in a lockdown and unable to cook literally anything at all, like I don't know how to cook anything. I've relied on a lot of, uh, you know, you know, uh, ramen, uh, right. you know, cup of noodle soup, uh, you know, stuff you could just put in a microwave and, you know, ramen is what I've been eating a lot of. I started putting eggs in the ramen to add a little, you know, to make it a little more authentic, but it just wasn't enough for me. So what I ended up doing, I was like, well, you know, in a lot of ramen places, they have like a pork cutlet you could put into, but of course I don't know how to make that. So I started putting <laughs> deli meats into ramen as a pork cutlet substitute. Wow. And it's really gross <laughs> mm-hmm. but it does do the trick it does it is like oh there's that bit of protein that i that i like but it is embarrassing it's embarrassing every time i do it and every time i plop a freaking deli ham yeah slice into the already shitty cup of ramen noodles you're just like have i really sunk this low <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is yes you have Oscar. I will say I, I've I've done that move, and that actually does work better than it's. I mean, it's it's actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the doing it is just you just yes. feel. Oscar, your, your your sin will only get you to like the first or second level of food hell. <laughs> Wiger, well, I guess is it the seventh is the furthest out. How many how many layers of hell are there? Wiger, you're at I the think it's seven, yeah. You're in the fucking core, Wags, with your fucking wow. food secret. But you know what? I just realized that I have another concession. <gasps> oh wow! And it and it's so pathetic that I don't want to say it. Oh, you have to now. But I will. The night of Joe Biden's inauguration, someone on the dose court said they were getting Taco Bell, and I was like, I fucking want Taco Bell. I'm just like, hap. Look, look, look. Trump is no longer president. That's just a and, I, and look. I get a lot of people who don't like Biden that are that are uh, are more left and are upset with Biden. I get it. I'm just saying. I was just thrilled that Biden was in the White House and and Trump was gone because it just felt like a relief. And I was like, I just want fucking Taco Bell. So I said to my mom, I said I'm gonna get Taco Bell, and she said, What for? Is it for Doughboys? <laughs> and I. <laughs> And I said, yes, it is for Doughboys. <gasps> oh, my God. And I, oh, wow. and I pretended, to, not only did I, I pretended that it was for Doughboys, but I took pictures of the Taco Bell so that she thought I was taking pictures of the food for Doughboys, which wow. is something we do. And I pretended to take a picture of a couple of them. I, 
I haven't been eating fast food besides the Doughboys. Nick, you know this. We've been on a break for a long time. I haven't been eating fast food at all. I just wanted yeah. fucking Taco Bell. It's hey, pa- I- it's pathetic. You both think I'm pathetic. No, Mitch. It's you know what? <laughs> Oscar shaking his head. No, yes, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mitch. It's not pathetic that you, a 38 year old man, lied to your mom. Yeah, it's like who you doing live with. what you want for work reasons. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I also have I, the only other time that I got fast food was I got a spicy chicken sandwich meal. Yeah, and I, and I got a, a junior cheeseburger before, also with the meal. And I ate that on the way home and then hid the fact that I had. I threw it away. <laughs> and so I like told my mom, I was like, I got one. And she's like, what do you got? I was like, a spicy chicken sandwich meal. And I had, I actually had the wrapper. You know what? I had the wrapper in my bag. I remember this now because I, when she was coming down, I quickly opened the spicy chicken sandwich on top of the other wrapper and like made the two foils look like one foil wow. i thought she was eyeing it i was very scared Why? that she was eyeing wow. it because she thinks i'm fat <laughs> this dynamic between you and your mom where you have to hide your eating from her it's just it's fascinating it's so different it's from pathetic end the episode for fuck's sake <laughs> well we still have to answer a question <laughs> oh god damn it is it for my mom uh yes is the question and it's not a question it's just a statement saying I'm on to you. <laughs> that was concessional. Just like a restaurant, we value your feedback. Let's open up the feedback. And today we have an email from Alyssa. Alyssa writes, I gave birth last October to a healthy baby boy. Hey, congratulations. Yay. Congrats. When labor was all said and done, I had gone over 24 hours without eating. Whoa. The what first the? thing I had was the hospital cafeteria's pulled pork sandwich. While it tasted like the best meal I ever ate due to my level of starvation, I'm sure it was actually disgusting. But at that (laughs) point, I was not able to wait another minute for my husband to go get me something better. Mm -hmm. So my question is, what's the grossest thing you've ever eaten just from pure desperation? Did it end up tasting delicious because you were so Mm -hmm. hungry? Great question. question is, grossest thing you've ever eaten? um, And was it delicious uh, because you were desperate? A little bit more here. For the record, I consider my real first post-pregnancy meal to be an Italian hoagie from Carmen's famous Italian mm. hoagie in Reading Terminal Market in Philly. Nine months without cold cuts was brutal. Is that a thing? You can't have cold cuts oh, while you're pregnant? I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, P.S. While waiting for labor to really get started, my husband and I were listening to your pod in my hospital room. The nurse came in right as you started one of your hilariously vulgar manscaped ads. My husband had fallen into a deep sleep in the chair next to me, and since I was pinned to the bed thanks to IVs and monitors, I couldn't reach my phone to turn it off. I flailed desperately at my sleeping husband, but to no avail, my bedside nurse heard all about your hairy balls. So there you go. Wow! What Congratulations, a night- Alyssa. What a fucking nightmare scenario. Changing lives, yeah. you guys. I love it. <laughs> Um, so uh, I think you're I think you're not supposed to eat Italian cold cuts when you're pregnant because you don't want your kid coming out sounding like a fucking New Jersey idiot. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Mitch, another broadside of the Italian American community. <laughs> you don't want to birth baby Mario's. <laughs> yeah, baby Mario's adorable. Uh, here, here's this. This is a a baby that came out after you ate cold cuts. Gabagoo. <laughs> Not Gabagoo. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Gabagoo. Oh Christ. 
Uh, um, grossest thing I've ever eaten just from pure desperation. Mm. I the 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 pulled pork sandwich made me think of there was a, a college situation where I like missed mm. the dining hall window, and so I had to like get some myself something to eat, and it was kind of late, and the dorm I was at was like pretty far removed from like you know I'd, I'd have to walk like a lot of a uh, uh, long ways in the dark to get to like a, a takeout place, so I just went to a vending machine. And I got a vending machine microwavable cheeseburger. Uh, and I was yeah. hungry as shit. And those things are so fucking gross. It was like one of those ones that just like it's it's like it comes out wet and it comes with like a little packet of mustard. And, and and it's just it's so fucking gross. But I put it in the microwave, uh, followed directions, uh, squeeze that packet of mustard into it. <laughs> and it was actually. Oh, you squeeze it. You didn't shoot it this time. I shot the mustard all over it. <laughs> um, and. uh it was it, I, like everybody I was like, this is fucking gross, but I'm like so hungry and tired. And like, I'd been like studying or whatever. So I just like met, like, I just like, I needed like sustenance. And I was like, I like everybody, like knowing I'm just eating like a sponge, um, uh, like, like a, a sponge that's been soaked in like, just, you know, in gravy. It's just like, so just like a fucking gross texture, vaguely meat flavored, but it was fucking great. And it was satisfying. And I, I do remember that cheeseburger pretty viscerally. Uh, uh, Mr. Slice, Spoon Man, any any gross meal that was uh, oddly satisfying? Wags, I mean, I can't think of one that was like oddly satisfying. I, the, uh, you saying the burgers is like, oh, I'm d- I've definitely like late night at Seven Eleven or something have had like yeah. a, a burger, and I think that to me that's probably the one that's like most satisfying too is like a bakery stick or a a taquito or something from Seven Eleven that like then did taste just fantastic. Because I yeah, was starving. Sorry, it doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be necessarily satisfying. It could also just be the grossest thing you've ever eaten from pure desperation. That's the question. Um, when we when when I t- took that, I went to Italy with some Quincy folks, and and we and we 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 were on the train. We were on the train to yeah. We took the night train to Austria. Um, there was like there were six of us in one room. In like a, a sleeping car, it was fucking terrible. We thought it was gonna. Be, we thought the night train was gonna be fun. Like we we thought yeah. we were gonna like have some drinks and party on the night train, and and it was fucking awful. And then I remember there was, I got we we got on the train after like a long, the train was like super delayed, and then we got on there, and they they had like deli sandwiches, and he opened up the thing, and like it, you know, when you like you see a refrigerator, and you're like nothing in here is like seems like it's been really refrigerated yeah like uh like it it seems like it's like just like been sitting at kind of like a room temperature it's kind of like a room temperature deal you know and it was deli sandwiches like that that like these weird austrian deli sandwiches at room temperature that <laughs> that i didn't know how old they were that are like they were sub 7-eleven level oof and we just had to fucking eat them. One of them was one of them was an egg salad sandwich in it, Ooh, and it was no. and it was fucking. <clears throat> That's gnarly. And and we just had I had to do it. I hadn't we hadn't eaten. It was the only option. And yeah, I probably thought it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oscar, any anything gross you've eaten from pure desperation? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, <clears throat> yes, yes, uh, 100%. So I was actually, I was vegan for uh, five full years. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. This was a very long time ago. And um, 
Yeah, like being really good about being vegan and and was like super annoying about it. Uh, and then I remember I was walking and just got really hungry. When I get hungry, it, it's one of those like it's a light switch. Like I'm full until I'm starving. Uh, right. One of those things. So I was just like ravenous. And of course, there's nothing vegan when you're in the middle of Brooklyn in the early 2000s. You're just like walking around. Um, and I went to McDonald's and I was like, am I really going to do this? And I bought myself chicken nuggets, chicken McNuggets, sorry. And uh, after five years of being vegan and not eating anything, I bit into one of those chicken McNuggets. And when I tell you I could taste the sweat of the chicken, oh, oh my it God. was like the gristle. It was like, <laughs> it's so bizarre to eat meat after not eating anything for so long. I felt so disgusting and it was truly gross. But that was the day I stopped being vegan, vegetarian. Wow. And now I'm like, I have swung completely on the other side of that pendulum. And uh, <laughs> I love meat, baby. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. That's good. But I will never, ever forget the taste of that chicken nugget ever in my entire life. This wow. is a, I, I can't. I'm so glad we got this anecdote at the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah, so you're vegan and I'm sure for five that's what years. meat tastes like. Right. Like, I'm sure that's what it, uh, the, the, it didn't go away. It's just like your body just gets used to it and, dare I say, yearns for it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that. I feel like there's been desperate. I think that the, when you're desperate for so long and it, like, uh, like I've, I've eaten, de I've had desperation meals so often, it's hard to kind of like, it's hard to remember which ones are like the most pathetic. I mean, like, I've told you why, I've told you this before, but I had fallen asleep back in the day with a burger in my hand you know what i mean like yes. and i'm like did i eat more of that burger possibly i maybe put it in the <laughs> fridge and ate it later you know what i mean like there were plenty right. of times when there were burgers like or, or sandwiches left out that i would then eat again the next day when i was when i was younger but but what's the etiquette there do you just toss them away like that feels so wasteful yeah yeah exactly you eat them you, you take them down yeah i think you're yeah, all right you have to um, it's yeah, I, I'm with you, Mitch, because a lot of my most pathetic meals were or they're just like nothing notable. It's just like a very sad, like grocery store prepackaged salad that just like mm -hmm. tastes like shit and has, you know, it's it's the it's kind of old. But, you know, the, not like those were like those those are there's nothing particularly notable about those. And I have I have a lot of those in my life. Yeah. Um, but if you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DO. That's 830-463-6844. And to get the Doughboys Double our weekly bonus episode, join the Golden or Platinum Play Club at patreon.com slash Doughboys. Oscar Montoya, a delight to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. So fun. Thanks so much for having me. This has been truly a blast. I love it. Uh, well, please come back. And, and do you have anything you would like to plug at this time? Uh, yeah, just like uh, follow me on uh, social media on Twitter and Instagram at Ozymo, O-Z-Z-Y-M-O. And uh, yeah, I have a new podcast called Podcast Killed the Video Star. It's a music video podcast All right. where me and uh, uh, my friend Mano Agapian, who y'all know. No boy's um, vet. He, uh, yeah, truly, truly a dough boy. One of the greats. <laughs> uh, we are on an epic quest to rate the top 100 music videos of all time. But then listeners will then vote on which ones make the cut. So it's really fun. It's great. So you can follow that at Podcast Killed the Video Star on instagram so yeah that sounds rad check that out it was a blast having you thank 
Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for doing this dumb bullshit. What a treat. I'm so yeah. This is so fun. <laughs> well, hey, Mitch, that'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Until next time, for the Spoonman, aka Mr. Slice, Mike Mitchell. I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. Want more Doughboys? Check out the Doughscord, our Discord server. You get Doughscord access plus the Doughboys double when you join the Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. That's patreon.com slash doughboys. Sources for this week's intro are in the episode description. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>